The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. Subhan Yes, that's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. So sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! exploded it broke in three different places I tore ligaments and guys I did everything that I could but unfortunately I have to go get surgery I know uh, there is there is nothing uh, nothing more soul-crushing than hearing this but but listen I promise you have my word I will do everything in my power to get back as soon as humanly possible But, as you know, me and my good friend Max, we are the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions. And because we can't defend these titles, guys, unfortunately, we have to relinquish. Whoa, 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 whoa! Whoa, whoa, hold on a second, bro, Chacho. Coach your ass wrestle twice in one night to win these two belts 
to relinquish them to those freaky deaky douchebags, the righteous? Hey, Colorado! Do you want to see us relinquish our titles to the righteous? Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. I can't believe I'm about to say this. First of all, let's keep it real. You wouldn't be her right now if it wasn't for me. I needed your help at Grand Slam. No, 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 no. No, it's true. It's true. It's true. I take it. I'll eat it. I'll eat it. However, I also know how much those ROH tag team titles mean to you. And I want to make sure when you come back here, and you will 110%, because you're one of the best wrestlers of all time. These will be waiting for you. Righteous. October 1st, the devil's gonna slide into Seattle. I am going to defend our ROH titles in a handicap match, and we are going to win because we're better than you, baby. Adam! Adam! Listen, Adam, I need you more than ever right now. It's an emergency! Roderick Strong with Matt Taven and Mike Bennett. The kingdom. Listen, 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 hold on. Hold on. As much as I think Roderick Strong's nothing but a simp. on that boat he's your boy and I might not like it but I respect you enough to respect that he's your boy so you go do what you gotta do just know I'm gonna be here waiting for you when you come back Taz, MJF I mean I, I'm stunned every week by this is a changed man. Definitely is. This is, I think it's very ambitious to, to defend those titles against the Righteous in a handicap match. I, mean, I don't know how MJF expects to do that. Well, I think Adam Cole and Roddy Strong could share a hospital bed. Or a room, I should say. They're both at issues here. Does Roddy get admitted to a different hospital in every city we go to is that what he does and then he breaks out of it neck issues he's got he still has his hospital down on this obviously it was important for him to be here he left the hospital what's that hot rod oh hot roddy he's got a custom wheelchair test it's pretty cool everybody give it up one more time for adam cole i want to get one from adam cole too he might need he needs wheels now we all know i'm not a big fan of Look at this. Switchblade, Jay White, Juice Robinson, Colton and Austin Gunn, and of course, Cardblade, Jay White, Bullet Club Gold. They've been tearing it up on collision as of late. 
And now here interrupting our AEW World Champion, MJF. What is this about? I mean, Jay White, he is no stranger to gold around the world. Jay White sent the rest of the, of the Bang Bang Gang to the back. I think he wants to conduct a little business possibly here with MJF, maybe. And from one top shelf gunslinger to another, perhaps. Paraphrasing Jay White. Yeah, I got it. Thanks. Stalemate here. Listen, bud, my shut up, Max. You guys too, but shut up, Max. Look, we've all heard you talk enough. Everybody has heard your voice enough, I think. Everybody would like to hear this sweet, exotic accent for a change. And now, don't worry, don't worry. I noticed when I came out with the Bang Bang Gang at the top of the stage, five on one, you look a little shook, rock hard. Fully cocked, cock strong, Austin. Especially car blade though, so don't worry. Send everybody to the back. You can have your one-on-one -on -one time with the switchblade and revel in your moment. Boy, you must be smoking some strong Colorado grass. Five thousand four hundred twenty feet above sea level. Welcome to Denver, Ariel. I got a win in this care. ring and I'm about to yank it out. Watch me. Boy, that mid-mic work ain't gonna work with MJF. See, when you come for the king, you best not miss. And that first shot was a little bit hairy. Almost as hairy as that pubic hair you got glued to your chin you call a goatee. MJF quoting Omar Little. Now, Jay, hear me out. In my career, I've been compared to a lot of people. I have, and the sentiment was always the same. Sure, MJF is good, but he's no blank. Sure, MJF is good, but he's no blank. And as my star rose, the names got bigger and bigger and the goalposts keep moving, and it never bothered me. Jay, it never bothered me. That is, it never bothered me until I read, sure, MJF is good, but he's no Jay White.
You see, I didn't understand why it offended me at first, but now we're standing eye to eye in my ring in front of my beautiful pores. It's become very apparent to me why. You see, Jay, these people know better than anyone. I'm like a fine filet mignon. Thing about filet is it's its own thing. If it's on a plate, sure, you could have other crap surrounding it, but the plate's all about the filet. Much like when I'm inside this ring, the show is all about MJF. Because nobody is on the level. Because I'm a generational talent, babe. And then there's you. You are very talented, Jay. Don't get me wrong, but however, even the smartest of wrestling fans, you've managed to confuse them into believing that you and I are on the same level. You've managed to convince them that you were also filet mignon, when in reality, Jay White, you're tofu. Funny? Funny thing about tofu, Jay, it takes on the flavor of whatever you want it to, but you need to add something to it in order to trick yourself into believing it has taste. And Jay White, you have been given everything. All the finest spices, herbs, and accoutrement, the cool entrance, the cool nickname, the cool theme music, the cool t-shirts, big match opportunities. You were handed the keys to one of the greatest wrestling factions of all time. However, if I pluck it all away, I am left with nothing but boring, bland, tasteless tofu. on my plate, steal some of the champ's flavor, huh? And you know what, I don't even mind, cause I see through you, Jay. You're all hype. You are nothing more than an intelligently produced, mass-marketed vision of what someone in Japan thought was a top guy. So allow me to give you some advice from a real top guy. Here's the deal, if I were you, I would leave this ring and I damn sure wouldn't keep talking smack to my pores. Cause if you don't, for the rest of your career, whenever our names are mentioned in the same sentence, it will read as follows. Sure, Jay White's good. But he's no Maxwell Jacob Friedman because I'm better than you.
Yes, there it is, there it is, thank you. That's what I came out here for, my very own, personalized, authentic MJF experience. But I have to be honest with you, Max, I'm a little bit let down and... a little bit different, a little bit off about you these days. Personally, I don't know if it's the injuries, but I think you're a bit distracted with your new bromance with Adam Cole, baby! Woo! Tell you what, I just love it when they do that. You say his name, they scream, baby! I bet you wish they would do that for you, but I just don't think they love you like they love Adam Cole. And you know this whole, this whole. He's their scumbag, Taz. Sure is. I forgot this slow hair. I have this, I'm talking, you guys. Hey, 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 this whole situation with Adam Cole. If you think about it, it's, it's kind of my fault. Let me explain, you see, if I didn't temporarily end Adam Cole's career after Bedendor episode one, then maybe you don't develop a soft spot for him on his way back to the ring. Then you guys don't tag together, you don't become best buds, you don't become Ring of Honor tag team champions together, you don't have the Wembley main event together, you don't have him try to break your neck at Wembley. But hey, I guess you got him back because his ankle's broken and that was your fault. And I'm sure that your neck really isn't feeling good after Samoa Joe last week. So yeah, Max, I think I've been ruining your life from afar for a little while now. But good news, I'm here now, up close and personal, to ruin it in the flesh. You, you call yourself the devil. Nobody is on the level of the devil. Well, Mr. Devil, you need to find another level that does not exist for you in order to stop me from taking this from you. Because yeah, I'm taking the thing that matters the most from you. Kind of funny how the All Elite Wrestling World Heavyweight Champion doesn't seem so elite when compared to Switchblade Jay White. Number one asset in all of pro wrestling. The last fucking roller, the man that single-handedly sold out Madison Square Garden and the United Center. I'm King Switch, baby. I'm the only Grand Slam champion that matters. I'm high rolling in Denver with the Bang Bang Gang. I'm the catalyst of professional wrestling. And I, not you, I will be a truly elite champion when I peel this away from your carcass and then you can go and sulk and sob with all your loser paws because you're just like them. You're their scumbag!
Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Don't worry, Maxi boy. At the end of the day, you will have them, they will have you, and I will have the Triple B, baby! And you can all breathe with the Switchblade, the new and true AEW World Heavyweight Champion, Switchblade Jay White, because it's still my era. This is the Switchblade era, because MJF, you've gone soft and you know it. You don't have a goddamn clue what I'm capable of, so how about I show you? Oh, MJF squaring up the Switchblade Jay White. And MJF's got a handicap match this Sunday, Taz. Yeah, I think Max has got to kind of get his head going here a little bit. I think Jay White is trying to reel him in a little bit here. And MJF's got to be a little bit smarter than this. But I'll tell you this right now, that Jay White switchblade, he is a serious, a serious competitor towards that AEW World title. That guy is as advertised. Well, Jay White getting under the skin of our AEW World Champion, our scumbag. MJF.
everyone and welcome to the PWC Wednesday Night Skirmish. I am your host Jimmy Tees and my co-host, well, what do you know, we're doing something different tonight because while Chris is on assignment, I've got two fellow countrymen. Who would have thought, right? This is the first. The first. Let me introduce to you the motherfucking truth. The dad by God. And heck, he's even the beard. Oh, but did I mention they also call him beautiful? Beard's motherfucking Austin. What the hell's going on, bro? And what's up with the shady glasses, man? Hey, bro, there's nothing shady about him, bro. <laughs> what can I say? I'm the truth. The dad bod, God, the bald, the beard, the beautiful. And you know what? My future's so bright, I've got to wear sunglasses at night. Here's to that. Let's get it going, baby. What's good? Jimmy <laughs> the PWC and my boy A. Kel up in this motherfucking house. Wow. Well, look at that. What a comeback that was. And yeah, you did mention the man, A. Kel, who's just down below. He is the producer extraordinaire. Also, you're also an independent Australian wrestler, right? Welcome yep, to the Wednesday Night Skirmish, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. And, uh, it's awesome, awesome time. Keen to talk some wrestling with you boys. Yeah, well, unfortunate for us, and uh, is that I have to put you through fucking AEW's Dynamite, unfortunately. But yes, that's <laughs> that's what we're here for, to talk AEW Dynamite. And uh, look, we've already got Aaron Ben Shlomo in the chat saying, TK has no idea what creative or subtle nonsense oh, i mean nuances, nuances or nuances, nuances yeah mean uh you also says you're a three-time booker of the year and you absolutely suck well, well said shit. well said <laughs> i think uh shloman just became my new best friend i think i think <laughs> well, he hit the nail on the head he hit the nail uh, on the head well how bad does he suck pierce look i'm not saying that Tony Khan is um, bad, <laughs> um, but I'm just saying, like, you know, shit and Tony Khan booking the same thing. Same, same, <laughs> same, 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 <laughs> but same smell. I mean, Akel, do you do you agree? Is the same, same, but different? Look, man, we got to give him a pass. He's a he's a guy. We don't we don't have to give him a pass, but look, he's a guy with big dreams, big hopes. He's a kid in the candy store at first, and now I think he's bit off a bit more than he can chew with the talent roster, to be honest. But look, here we are. Uh, well, I guess we are here, unfortunately. But um, look, man, before we do get into dynamite, though, guys, I just wanted to get your thoughts, especially with the Jade Cargill signing. Pierce, did she make the right move now that it's official? Well, that's where she's going to make the most money. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like everyone who ever gets into the business and who has a dream to to be successful, the goal is always WWE. Absolutely. Mm. I mean, so, with, with a, the people... a, 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 sorry. Okay. No, continue, please. I was going to say AEW is a good opportunity for people to go and wrestle and make a living at, which is great. But let's be honest, <laughs> if right. WWE wanted to buy out MJF's F's contract, well. <laughs> it's gonna go like you know what I mean like it, probably not it's gonna go down but MJF would be WWE bound like if he wanted to be you know what I mean like if he wanted to go make serious money bang go there Akel do you agree man as a matter of fact The Undertaker put him over this like yesterday I think 
Mm. Well, the thing is with Jade Cargill, it's a massive pick up for WWE. It's a massive opportunity for her. And I think for her, her strengths will be utilized way more there. She won't be working a style which is, for the most part, like uh, very, uh, it's very fluid. It's everywhere. You know, in in WWE, Jay Cargill can really utilize her true potential and marketability. So I think it's a it's a win move. It's a good move. Absolutely. I mean, mm. at the end of the day, whether people like it or not, especially the AEW marketards out there, right? I mean, there's a lot of them. But WWE is the be all end all when it comes to professional wrestling. Hey, you love them. It is what it is. I mean, there's no denying that. Yes, you agree. It, it, I agree, bro. It doesn't matter if the booking in WWE is bad or if it's good. They're still going to have fucking arenas full of people. They're still going to have people watching their product. And I'll be honest, bro. Like tonight is the first time I watched a full AEW show in fuck since last time you made me watch that shit. And um, like, and bro, I'm I, and I'm not saying that like some of the performers are really really good. Um, and and right. I feel like some of the matches. And I'm sure we're going to get into them on a more detailed basis, but there were certain things throughout that show. I was just like, oh, fuck, really? What? Yeah. Like, huh? Like, what the fuck? Like, and yeah, like overall, I just sat there and I was just like, fuck. And then when I saw the pause in it, when I was watching, I was like, fuck, I got another hour of this. <laughs> I'm like, I, I was done. And I'm like, oh, fuck. You know, it's funny when you text me saying about the how half the promo fucked up with you up to the MJF mm. uh, Jay White promo I wasn't home and I was trying to explain to my missus before I left like when it stops make sure you share the second part right yeah, I'm yeah, thinking yeah. she's gonna fuck it up she's gonna fuck it up she's gonna fuck it up I'm starting to panic as I'm on the way back but luckily she got it working man I was like damn <laughs> sorry bro, yeah. Yeah. hey man shout yeah. out to Mrs. shout out to Mrs. T Mrs. Bro. T yeah, that's <laughs> Come cool. on. Making it work. No one's ever called her Mrs. T, funny enough, but uh, everyone knows her as D. She's the, you know, she's always the mouth in the background, never the mouth in front of the camera, but funny enough. I thought, you were gonna say, I thought you were going to say something else, and I was going to go, wow, hey. this took a fucking turn. <laughs> this took a fucking turn. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. man. But but anyway, Akel, is anything you wanted to say before we move on? Well, I think I'm in somewhere in the middle between like peers and that. I think there definitely is like a, uh, I think there's definitely a uh, place for AEW. I think they just need to figure out more what what their end goal is. Actually, get a bit more direction and, and see where they're going from there. Because there's some incredible performers on there, but we just don't know the full potential of it if it's so cluttered. My my personal thing for AEW, what I think needs to happen is if Tony Khan is a smart businessman, he needs to take himself out of the booking position and he needs to put someone in there who is like, you have, like, and I, I think I've said this time and time again, like you have so much knowledge there under your, under your umbrella. You, you know what I mean? You had William fucking Regal. Like, <laughs> right. You had William Regal. Like what the fuck? I would have made him the head of my fucking creative. I reckon they should put Nick Jackson in the in the head booking position. Oh, That'll work. <laughs> I, bet, I thought he was after watching tonight's episode. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, wow. Like, dude. <laughs> fucking Nick fucking Jackson. Imagine that. Vanilla Mitch motherfucker. Well, here at the PWC, we like to call them uh, Matt and Matt. <laughs> oh, sorry. Mark and Mark Jackson. Because you know, <laughs> they're both fucking Marks. 
But um, look, <laughs> man. Uh, yeah. I mean, I want AEW to succeed. I, I know we come across as fucking AEW haters, but believe me, man, we're fucking not. I'll just call it the way I see it, man. Sure, I grew up with WWE, right? That's what got me into fucking professional wrestling, right? Then I discovered WCW and ECW and all that shit. But, but at the end of the day, I'm all for pro wrestling. I'm not all about one company or the other, man. If something's good, I'll say it. If something sucks, I'll say it once again. And unfortunately, in my opinion, and, and believe me, WWE is not perfect, but it's the easier watch generally, you know what I mean? But AEW is always good to watch just for the fucking fact that it's always going to give you a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? To talk but, about. Yeah, but you yeah, know well, what? The thing is, re- sorry, AKL, you go. I was going to say, well, if there's one positive I can say about AEW right now is like, for like coming from a place of a worker, like I'm not in America, but at the end of the day, like they're giving so many opportunities to all these wrestlers and there's so many chances for more of us to get paid because Tony seems to get like the rose-colored glasses and he goes, holy shit, this guy's good. And then he'll bring someone up. And, you know, when, when you got a when you got someone like that in control, like you just get, all the boys get paid. All the boys get paid. Yeah, yeah but you know what? Paid. Like, but obviously like he can get talent. So why not like... I would have Tony Khan be like the scout, like have him go out and scout talent, like the people who want, because that's what he wants to do. Like have him, bro, just go, hey, Tony, just go and sign cunts, all right? Like just fucking, oh, sorry, can I say that on the, here? Yeah, fuck yeah, you can, bro. Oh, sweet. So I just say, like if I was Tony's dad, I'd go, listen, Tony, listen, son, listen, shut, <laughs> wait, listen, shut the fuck up, all right? Shut, shut, all right shut, the, shut the fuck up, all right? Stop <laughs> it. Take your Ritalin. Now listen. <laughs> Take two. Listen, go sign some fucking wrestlers, bring them back here, give them to the creative team, and they'll build some fucking stars. Don't go and just recruit the fucking newly released fucking WWE. No! Do not bring Dolph Ziggler here. Do not. No, 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 we don't need Dolph. No, no, no. Oh, yes. But then then the problem is, is you've got like. If he's recruiting everyone, he's going to be recruiting absolutely everyone. That's the issue. And that's the biggest problem with tonight. If there's one big takeaway is that I, I, I just don't see how a lot of people can't understand or grasp this concept. Not everyone can win and not everyone can be a star. And at the end of the day, you have to bank on a few certain people. You can't just be doing what like New Japan does and throwing them all in factions and thinking it's going to work out for you because it's not. Um, it's, well, it's you not. know he's a mark for New Japan, bro. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love New Japan myself, but I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Dude, like, I I think it it, it overall, I think, like, there's certain parts of, uh, like, I feel, and, like, wrestling is, (laughs) yeah, exactly. (laughs) But, I like, I feel like like, wrestling is subjective for the main part, and there's always going to be things that people are going to like, and there's going to be things that people don't like, and it's going to be vice versa with different people. But my main thing when it comes to it as well is like I like when I watch wrestling for it to make sense. But like I, I sat there and I watched this match tonight. I watched this show tonight and there's things in it. I'm going, why? Why did this happen? What? Like, you know what I mean? Like I couldn't get in. Like at the end of the day, we're, we all love wrestling, right? That's why we get into Absolutely. it. That's why we do it all and all that sort of shit. There was no point of this show at any moment that I go, fuck yeah, that hooked me. There was no point where I was like, oh, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there was not one moment. 
It's because it's too cluttered, Pierce. It's because it's too cluttered. That's the main thing. It's just there are so many people on that roster. If you look at tonight, right, every guy that was featured had four guys behind him that were signed on the active roster. Like, that can't be happening. That can't be how it works. No, no, it's it's ridiculous. Here at the PwC at Cal, we like to call that shit bipolar booking. Literally. Mm. It's fucking mm-hmm. bipolar booking. Or Tourette's fucking booking at this point. Because it's literally it's just it's just all over the place. I can picture him just shaking like eh, we'll just fucking do this and do that. I mean yeah, I I'd love to know how he fucking thinks, man, because this guy is flying off his guts. I'm convinced, man. I mean, this, this, he this doesn't is Tony. This is Tony. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Look, it's a, it's a little injured. We're putting the belt on. Right. <laughs> it's a very <laughs> simple hey, concept. Don't get Janela to get me a white claw. What? He's no longer here. <laughs> Fuck. <sighs> it's, it's, a, a, it's a very simple oh, concept, shit. and that concept is like you are only as big as the audience you cater to, and in wrestling, it seems like. Tony's obviously a big indie mark, right? And he's got all these people on the oh, roster. Sure. But at the end of the day, like when you look at it down the line, the fact is if you got this shit on ESPN, you got this shit on Sports Center, you got this far with your money, you're not going to – why introduce a Bullet Club Gold when the mainstream audience, those people out there that don't know what wrestling is, why are you going to have a Bullet Club Gold and not have a Bullet Club? Like you just expect us to know well, who the Bullet Club is without the Bullet Club Gold. It's just ridiculous. I will say, to be fair to the Bullet Club, man, at one stage, they were the only shirt that was selling that wasn't a WWE shirt. This is before AEW, like, when you think about it, right? For sure. I mean, at one stage, the Bullet Club was a thing, and I won't say it got mainstream, because, you know, I I can't say it was technically mainstream. It did, though, bro, because they were... It did, but what do you call mainstream, though? Bro, I like I I got told uh, when look this is what Farley told me, but he said he remembers yeah, like Bella yeah, like he like he told me he goes he went to like he was at a shop or like a like I don't know some like a restaurant somewhere or a takeaway and there was a guy next to him and he had a Bullet Club shirt on, and Farley was standing next to him looks at him and goes Farley goes cool shirt bro, and the guy goes yeah, yeah, yeah cool and he goes. Yes, and the guy goes, "Yeah, man, I fucking love it. Yeah, man, Bullet Club, huh? Yeah, Bullet Club." And Fale's like, "Oh don't yeah." Tell me cool. he, wait, wait, don't tell me you didn't know who Fale was, bro. No idea, bro. Oh, and this, no. this, this was when like the the peak of Bullet Club oh, when it was just sort no. of breaking through, and it was like the guy. He goes, "That's when I, he knew that it oh. crossed over to like it was more of a, like people liked the design and thought it was cool, and it was like wow. the yeah, the guy, and he's like." And he said something like, he goes, oh, do you watch wrestling? And he's like, no, nah, I don't watch wrestling. And he goes, I just love this fucking brand, Bullet Club. And the guy thought it was a <laughs> brand. No shit. No shit. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy, man. And the yeah. fact that he didn't even know who Fale was, man, he's an OG, triple OG Bullet Club member. Like, literally, he's an OG. Like, the very first, one of the first members. But yeah, yeah. sorry, Akel, what are you going to say? I was going to say there's, there's still there's still to me is a massive void in difference if you look at the fact that if you look at like for the average viewer that is watching cornhole or he's watching darts or he's watching something on ESPN <laughs> and then he turns right. it on and there's Hot a bullet club gold shirt 
yeah, hot yeah. Dog, whatever it is. And then he turns on a Bull Club gold shirt and he has no context of, of what this is and what's established as. Like there's there's still a biz- massive difference. And if you're not shooting for those people, then you're never going to be world wrestling entertainment. You're never going to be the Fed. And you know what as well, bro? Like the, the Bullet Club, like gold shit, calling themselves, what is it? The Gang Bang Gang? That's just the, fucking... The, the, the Bang Bang Gang. gang. The bang bang. Sorry, I thought it was the yeah. gang bang gang, and I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? Holy shit! <laughs> like, but Close then enough. they, all, but how they all came out on stage and stuff, bro. I'm like, what the fuck? And then the I see bang like, gang. Then I saw the gang. Oh, yeah, well, I must have missed seen it. I thought it said gang bang gang, and I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is this shit? Mm. They're gonna make me fucking say that yeah! shit. God damn it. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, bang bang gang, indeed. Um, there was something I wanted to ask you guys before we moved on to Dynamite. Oh, man, what was it? It was important, too. It was part of the news this week, but fucking... Oh, yeah. Do you guys see Matt Riddle joining AEW, or has he just fucked himself up one too many times for even for not even uh, Tony Khan to even want to touch him? Okay. Yeah, they'll get him. They'll get him. You think so? It, yeah, it's it, it, it depends on... I mean, if it was a company that if it was a company that actually worried about PR liabilities as much as they, they they as much as most professional companies would, they wouldn't. But at the end of the day, it seems to me with the punk thing and everything else, like they're all over the news for the worst shit possible. I could see them picking up real in a heartbeat. I mean, I would if I was them, but you know, they're going for Ziggler first. <laughs> yeah. I'm to sorry, be honest, but you- I don't. I don't think they would because I don't think the boy like I don't think the locker room would want. I don't think. See, I can see what Pierce is saying too. I agree with you, actually, in many ways, also. Yeah, like I think, Mm. like I don't know, that could be the case. Like I don't know if he was like, like not very well liked on the indies or whatever. But like all the stuff that came out from speaking out about him, and all the other stuff that's come out like over the years about Matt Riddle and you know and and, you know his outside extra correct whatever he does you know what i mean like do you really want to bring that into your company as well like we and like considering mm. like there's certain stuff that was going around like prior to that as well and like him slapping walt like gunter gunther i don't know whatever you want to say yeah walter where he slapped walter and walter sort of did nothing so like yeah, that surprises me, man. Is Volta a fucking bitch or? Well, bro, like an, like an undefeated UFC fighter slaps you in the face, bro. What are you going to do? I mean, Riddle's he's the real deal, man. I mean, I was a big fan of his before he even done pro wrestling, man. So yeah. Oh, bro, you know, same, same. I remember watching him on Ultimate Fighter. <laughs> oh, fuck. I remember watching him on. That? I remember that's fucking dope. I remember watching him on um, Ultimate Fighter, bro, when he KO'd that motherfucker, bro. Like, yeah, dude, he's the he's the real deal, bro. But in saying that, I get it, bro. Like you, you know, someone slaps you, bro. You got to, you know, what I mean, either that or there wasn't enough people around Walter for Walter to feel safe to sort of go and everyone to break it up quick enough. Maybe they weren't there close enough for him to. As long as, as long, I hope he laughed, man. That's <clears throat> that's all I'm gonna say. I hope he laughed at least. If you laughed it off, it's not too bad, but it's a bit of a, you know, I don't know. I mean, a cow is he hey, well, nothing. Shlomo's comment, that, that last one, bring it up. It's like Where Walter is, is smart because why start a fight when you have a push, bro? Like when you're being pushed the way Walter is as well, bro. Okay, man. Yeah, no worries, bro. Fucking 
sweet. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll, sure. yeah, I'll stand there and smile all the way to the fucking top. Yeah, he'll get that well built come Mania forty. I know we're talking about AEW, but he'll get the Seth's right. I'm sure I'm sure he'll get that Seth's uh, Seth's belt come Mania forty. And one last thing, guys, before we get into Dynamite. Are you guys going to Elimination Chamber twenty twenty four in Perth? No. Oh You're man, not? I wish I, I wish I could. I um I'm going to so I'm gonna go train over in America for a bit. Um no shit. and I'm awesome. leaving I'm leaving like the month before, so I'm leaving. I, I, I just sort of planned to leave around the 25th of February, and it was right on the date of the Nation Chamber. And I'm like, oh. looking at my finances now, like I got to rent like an Airbnb in New York, so I'm just fucked for money. Like, <laughs> no, that's fair enough, we should bro. Connect I mean, you with a lot of, we should connect you with a lot of the the guys we know, like through podcasting. Yeah, and stuff, fuck yeah, media absolutely. Group, like, oh man, that'd be awesome. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Maybe you should go down to OVW, bro. Yeah, I'm thinking. They're heavily thinking about Only that. Only because we're well connected with OVW, so far. Yeah, well, bro, I told I told him. I said Gleason's. I said go see Johnny. Oh yeah, you're in New York. Yeah, fuck you. But it's yeah, a boxing gym, isn't it? Gleason's. It, yeah. oh, bro, it was a, a boxing gym, bro. But like Tommy Johnny Rods is like the probably. Oh the yeah, yeah. Jo- Johnny Rods. Absolutely. Time, he trained Taz as well, for an example. Johnny Rods is very underrated as a fucking trainer, man. I mean, he's, he's, bro, he's he's trained what like like uh, yeah, like he he he's the real deal. Bro. He's he trained um, train the Dudleys too, right? Dudleys. Yeah, he trained uh, Devon. He didn't train. I Bubba. think even Stevie fucking went through fucking Johnny Rods for a bit. Nah, too, I don't think. So. I don't, did he? You don't think so? he might have? He might have. Nah, I, bit. I could be wrong though. Uh, Tommy got trained there. Devon got Tommy trained Dino? there. Oh yeah. Um, Angel Medina. Uh, King Angel Medina. How is Angel, man? I, I, I remember when you used to do the show. In, really? I to him in I still love your year, show, bro. bro, that you used to do with him like, now, track, like yeah. years ago. Yeah, bro. It was, bro, yeah. That's where I first heard of you, man, funny enough, before we yeah, even right. met. And I was actually listening to that show week in, week out, man. But Then it just stopped, and then you were doing your own thing. Actually, I first heard of you through Channel Attitude originally with Russo yeah. and shit. Yeah, and man. And funny enough, like, our past crossed you know what i mean thanks to hamid and channel attitude obviously who would have thought right two aussies fucking on the american platforms bro. which is funny but you oh, know what bro like, let me have, ask you bro. something bro do you ever watch that have you ever heard of this um channel called get my go uh no what the fuck is that do you know joe feeney sounds familiar i know that joe feeney. he's the co-host of uh, k100 and uh oh like, yeah, yeah yeah fuck yeah yeah bro so bro i yeah, I saw this the other day, and it kind of fucking irked me just a little bit, bro. I'm going to be honest. Don't it was Joe me. Feeney, and it was these two other guys, one Australian guy and some other American guy. On K100? No, nah, not on K100. It was on this thing called Get My Go. And they okay, were talking, right. they, they brought up an interview that Joe Feeney did with a guy I know from Western Australia. And it's like the whole time they're like doing like a watch along reacting to it and they're just making fun of the like the guy who's doing it. And I'm going and I'm just thinking to myself, like, Joe, you're on one of the top wrestling podcasts in, in the world, hands down. Now you go and do an interview with this guy and now you're going on another platform and you're making fun of this podcaster. Like, 
Serious? Like, bro, like, what are you, what the fuck are you, like, what are you doing, bro? Like, are you punching up? Are you punching down, bro? Like, it, like, bro, like, I've, I've had Joe, like, on my podcast a couple times, bro, and he always seemed like a cool guy. But, man, like, to me, bro, that really fucking, it, it just irked me, bro. And you know what? It's a thing in the business that happens all the fucking time, bro. And, like, there's always these little underhanded fuck, and, like, you know, AKL will fucking, like, you know, testify to this, bro. Like, am I, am I wrong or am I right in what I'm saying? You are 100% right. The wrestling world's full of political snakes everywhere. That's just dude wanting, right, he just wants to get himself over, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, just like a Mark Tud. But, hey, look who's in the house. It's Mr. AMBS, and that's, uh, like, lambs with no L. Chris, welcome back to the skirmish, man. Hey, you know what, dude? Technically, he's the host of this show. Now, I don't know if you want to host the show or uh, I, I can't I can't I don't I don't have the time basically basically what happened was I wasn't even supposed to be here for this show I was supposed to be at work but I woke up this morning and my fucking tire was flat so it took me about 45 minutes to change my tire to the to the fucking spare right so I changed it to the spare I tightened it all up I started going I could feel it fucking wobbling a little bit so I pull over Damn. I go to tighten the fucking tire back up Apparently, I'm too fucking strong to tighten the fucking tire because I ripped one of the fucking posts off of my tire. So now my car's stuck down the fucking hill and I'm waiting for a tow. So, so oh, I was like, All right, I guess shit. I can come on the fucking show and say hi. I, I can at least make sure that the, that the people out there don't think that you sheep fuckers have taken over the show. I know, I know. What the fuck? I, I, <laughs> See, I actually know that, but it's like Jimmy keeps calling me a fucking Yankee, and I'm Canadian, so like I feel like I can make that fucking joke now. Oh yeah, so he's been antagonizing you, yeah, bro. You <laughs> you, you get a, you get a pass for me for that one, but bro, I was just I, I was just saying, and I'd love to get your 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 perspective on this, bro. So. Um, I, I was saying like the other day I was scrolling through YouTube and I came across this clip from a podcast channel called Get My Go and I saw right. Joe Feeney was on it and I know Joe Feeney like you know he hosts one of the hosts of K100 with Conan and Disco yeah. and he does the Raven effect and he was like they the, him and these two other guys pulled up a clip of this interview that he that Joe had, did, had done with this other Australian guy and they were just were making fun of the podcaster that he was interviewing, that was interviewing him, and just like picking it apart. And I'm sitting there like going, Joe, you're on one of the hottest wrestling podcasts in the world, and you're fucking like shitting on this guy who's trying to be a podcaster. Like, I don't know, bro. Like, it just, it just, I don't know, bro. It just seemed really cunty to me, bro. Like, and I've, 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 I've had Joe on the podcast a couple times. He's a cool guy. I don't know the other two fucking guys at all. Um, but, you know, he, he's always seemed like a cool dude. But, like, to me, it just was like, bro, that's some cunty ass shit. I mean, that's like, listen, man, I always think that the best, the best policy, if you can, like, and I don't mean in comedy. So don't take this the wrong way. I'm not a fucking, you know, I'm not a big PC type guy, but I think like in general, don't punch down at people, you know, like it's mm -hmm. not really, it's not really an okay thing to, to go pick on people. Like that was, that, that, that feels like bullying to me. Like it's one thing if you're making jokes and you're standing up there, you're trying to get a crowd to react to you. Right. So you might say something about somebody who's, you know, if Chris Rock tells a joke about some new rapper or whatever, I don't consider that punching down. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, that new rapper, poor him, you know, because Chris Rock has a bigger stage. But that's comedy. 
I feel like mm. if you're, I feel like if you're going after people and you're attacking people in this kind of space who are just out there trying to get a foothold in podcasting, and you're going to be a fucking aggressive asshole about it, yeah, I mean, don't punch down. It, it looks, and it, it just looks so fucking lame too, right? Like, like it looks like you're a weak fuck. It looks like, sorry, I'll, I'll try to use the vernacular for everybody else. It looks like you're a real weak cunt, right? There we go. If you're out there, <laughs> if you're out there fucking around with these kinds of people, right? So. I, I would say, like in general, don't punch down at people. It's just it makes you look it makes you look weak. A hundred percent, and that's exactly where I was like I was coming from, bro. Like you know, you're making money at this, bro. Like you you're in a position that where people would des a lot of people desire to be at. You know what I mean? Now you're out there, you're putting content out there, shitting on people, trying to do what you. <laughs> you're successful at like it's just NBA players don't go and shit on people trying to out there trying to play basketball. You know what I mean? Right. You 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 even you even sometimes hear them you know entertain the idea that somebody from the WNBA could compete with them. I mean they couldn't, and we all know that. But like at least they're not being you know you know uh, what would you call it? Um, at least they're not being aggressive cunts about it, right? <laughs> yeah. See, yeah, I've taught him well. Yeah, <laughs> I love it, man. It blows my mind every time I hear someone other than an Australian saying saying shit like that, man. It's fucking funny. But um, yeah, no, you you you're all spot on, man. I mean, that's the shit go, man, straight up. But you know, it is what it is. And um, so yeah, none of you guys are gonna make the trip. I know, obviously, Akel, you're going off to the states. If only Storm's yep. Wrestling Academy was still around too, I would have suggested that also. But yeah. if you're gonna go to New York City, man, at Gleason's for you know John Rods, I mean, geez, well, man, I mean that's a great place to start, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, I wish there was more places in Canada because you know realistically in Canada, I've got so I've got like a I've got like a a two year visa for Canada, which oh, is pretty really? much ready, pretty much ready to go at any point. So, uh, and they set me up with a job. So, like, that would be ideal. But in this situation, it's like, you know, it seems like everything's going on in America right now and there's not much going on in Canada, unfortunately. Well, so. Chris, well, he's, our, he's our resident Canadian of the PwC network. I mean, is there, is there really not much going on in terms of wrestling schools right now in, in Canada? Yeah, well, I mean, the big one that we had, you know, like you said, was Lance. And, um, and he, he just basically, I think he's just tired, to be honest with you. I think oh, he's not making well. enough money at it. And I honestly think that some big company would do really well to just be like, Lance, what do you need to keep the, to, to keep your fucking school going? And we'll pay for it. We'll subsidize it because the world needs better. You know, the world needs more good pro wrestlers. And Lance is one of the very few people who produces good pro wrestlers. So absolutely, yeah. man. Yeah. And I see a comment there that someone says Scott Demore uh, uh, from Impact should have a, a school training center. And, hey, and I, I'm, te I'm telling you, like, I firsthand got to work with Scott, and he is one of the most in just incredible. Like, hearing him operate throughout the course of a show, it was eye-opening. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, it, it was absolutely eye-opening. The, the detail of each thing that he knows about the business to the, the very smallest minute, next level. Oh, Scott Lamont is definitely one of the brains in professional wrestling right now, man, and has been for the last fucking twenty years, man, at least. Yeah, pretty much. You know what I mean? But, you know, um, you know yeah. what I find really incredible about Scott Lamont, countryman, by the way, countryman, uh, <laughs> Scott Lamont. But um, what I find really incredible about Scott is that he knows a lot about pro wrestling. Like you said, his knowledge base is very wide, but also 
he seems to be one of a very rare few people in wrestling who is able and willing to say, um, all right, try it to people when they come up and they have ideas for stuff. I mean, that's like impact is really a place where you can go try stuff. And I think that that's a really important thing that we have in the world of professional wrestling, because, you know, obviously we have AEW where it's, you know, uh, the only question seems to be how many Canadian destroyers can you do in a row? Um, and in WWE, everything is completely scripted for you, right? It's nice to have a place like Impact where you can see guys just going out and trying shit, you know, throw shit, throw yeah. something at the wall and see what sticks. I feel yeah. like that's what, what like uh, Ring of Honor was a while back, yeah. like probably like 2005 to 2008, oh. nine around that time. Oh, that was the peak era, man. Like 2004, five was definitely the peak of Ring of Honor. And unfortunately, today's Ring of Honor, whatever you want to call it, Ring of fucking Elite, I don't even know what the hell to call it. It definitely doesn't feel like Ring of Honor of old. It just feels like AWB. You know what I mean? That, that is what it is. It doesn't. Well, they don't even it, have right. a fucking yeah. They don't even have a show that's worth talking about. What they have is titles defended on yeah, more, more belts, belts yeah. exactly. We, we, everybody, it's like a fucking Oprah show for belts. You get a belt. You get a belt. Mm. You get a belt. Everybody gets a belt. Well, yeah, <laughs> that was what I was saying. Was like the biggest problem with tonight with like at least watching AEW over the past like month or so. Is that when I have watched it, it's like, man, how many people have got fucking belts? Like, this is just sure, sure, everyone, sure, we know what Ring of Honor is, but the person, like I said, the average person that came and decides to watch AEW on ESPN, you know, like, they're not going to know what a Ring of Honor pure belt is. And, like, you're, you're weakening sure. belts to the public or whatever it is. That's well, and, now right you, now. And, and and the thing that really pisses me off, it's not even so much that that I like, I think that's ridiculous. But the worst thing to me, the the most egregious problem when term in terms of belts, because I, I come from the boxing world, right? Like I boxed for a number of years. I used to write for eastsideboxing.com. Like I'm I was in boxing way more than I was in wrestling when I was younger. Um, the fact that you have two people claiming to be quote unquote world champions in one company is like no, that's not yeah. how this works. You know, Mike Tyson, like I've said this before, but people think that Mike Tyson was just a big, dumb brute. But Mike Tyson had some genius things to say. And one of the smartest things I ever heard him say was he was, he was about 24 years old and he was trying to unify the belts, right? He, he, there was four different people all claiming to be world champion and he wanted all of them, right? And I remember he was doing an interview with The Ring magazine and The Ring magazine reporter said, uh, Mike, why is it so important to you that there's that you that you have all the belts? And he said, "Well, there's one pope, there's one president, and one world champion." And I thought, mm. "Yeah, I mean that's that's boom right there. Like Mike drop, that's it." So to me, if you're if you're in a company and you have more than one person claiming to be world champion, you're already fucking up to my you know to my. Yeah, but Chris, in the same in the in the in the same like breath with that, WWE's done that for years as well. Though. Like even going back when they had like the old WCW big gold belt and the spinner fucking gimmick. You they, know had two, they, they had two. Though. They had two clear separate shows though. Two clear right, separate exactly, shows. Yeah. yeah, but how long did that last before they just had them all crossing over and shit? And well, and even then, and and even then, did anybody actually believe Alberto Del Rio was the world champion when John Cena had the other belt? Yeah, no. And it's like, yeah, yeah when Jack Swagger was the world heavyweight champion, was yeah. everyone? 
How many pay-per-views was he main eventing over the other belt? Never. That was never happening. So they called it a world championship, but they didn't treat it like a world championship. And that's exactly what I mean. Like they, they you should have one for you should have you should have one for your company. And if you're gonna have multiples, then you're gonna have to have a straight brand split between collision and dynamite, which yeah. I'd be perfectly fine with too, by the way. <laughs> who here right now thinks that Seth Rollins is the number one guy in WWE? Like, really? Like, let's be fucking serious. Oh, nobody does. The, the PWI is the only person in the world that thinks that. That's that. That is the only entity on the planet that believes that Seth Rollins is a bigger star than Roman Reigns. And don't yeah. get it twisted. I'm a fan of Rollins. I'm probably the only one of part of this network that actually is a fan of Rollins. Everyone else hates his guts. But he's not the guy, you know what I mean? He definitely isn't. I, and to be I fair, did. it's still a new bout, man. There's still I, I, sort of, you know. Look, you know what? I think with that title, this is what's going to happen. Come Mania. Now, it, like, have we had Survivor Series yet? Is that coming? No, no, no. November. So Survivor Series. So November. I reckon you'll see Cody Rhodes in that title picture. Oof, he'll he won't get be it. happy. Listen to me. Listen to me. I reckon he'll get that title around January and then that goes into Mania and then it's going to be him versus Roman and it's going to be like all belts on the line and Cody's going to go over full circle, finish the story, that whole fucking little lame fucking line that he used. That's what it's going to be, WrestleMania 40. They're going to give him that big moment. But then there's no reason for instituting a belt that they only instituted six months ago. No, they did it to fucking get Cody over and get him to that point. Then Cody's already over, bro. Not yeah, get him. Not get him over, that but belt wasn't him. made for Cody. No way. Uh, that belt was made for... I, I believe it was made for Cody to get Cody and Roman together at Mania, and then they're going to get rid of it past Mania, and they'll have I the think one. so. That mate, Ho- Hollywood Dwayne. Hollywood Dwayne is facing Roman at Mania, mate. No. Well, uh, there's no. talk about him having a match at Elimination Chamber here. I mean, and that's from the Western Australian. So, I mean, I don't know how that's going to work. But um, right now, if The Rock is coming back, that totally fucked Cody's fucking story, if anything. But I don't know, Tell man. Me we go with sense, Tell me, does that not make sense, what I just said? But then what was the point of bringing that title for, just for that? I mean, that doesn't make sense either, though, to me. But also, then you don't want to take a title off Roman either, and you don't want to weaken Roman in the process. So you just go, all oh, right, yeah. we'll make another fucking at this world point, title. He's bulletproof, man. He's due to lose the championship at this point, man. But the I thing is, is fresh. but also they introduce a new championship to get more cash flow and get more merchandise sales, all that other sort of, course, of shit. That's too, what bro. it so, is. When it comes down to it, it's all about merch for sure. But Gee, that, uh, I think. Like the uh, poor guys who tuned in for the AEW chat, and we just talked about WWE for the past. No, we do this all the time, man. No, we do, oh, yeah? we do this oh, cool. all the time. It's not just because it's an AEW show doesn't mean we just strictly talk AEW. But yeah, Chris, yeah. before we actually get, hey, you know what, Pierce, I wanted to ask you. I keep forgetting every time we've done preview shows recently. I wanted to yeah. ask you about your GCW fucking uh, experience, but I'll save that till at the end of the show. So, and we'll get into that right before we end it. But Chris. Do you have any other closing thoughts about that and and Cody's? Uh, is is his belt made for Cody or or is it not? I think people really need to start entertaining the idea so that it's not such a shock next year that Cody isn't winning the the he's not winning at Mania. He's not going to beat Roman Reigns. That isn't the story. 
That isn't Cody Rhodes' story. Cody Rhodes becoming a world champion at some point, that is his story. He will become yeah, a world champion at some point. But why would he be the one to end the bloodline? What, like, what exactly has he done with the bloodline that would make it, you know, a good story beat for him to be the one to destroy the bloodline? Okay, well, would you have someone like Jay Uso do it? Or Sami Zayn? To me, I think Sami Zayn was the right person back when, yeah, they like, back when that was teased. Um, mm. But since they didn't do that, I almost actually think they need to introduce somebody else. Now, whether that's The Rock um, or a new Samoan to come in, you know, representing the family or whatever, um, you have to have somebody who's involved in the actual storyline be the one to finish that storyline. Otherwise, I mean, yeah, they might not. Like, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. They might go with Cody just pins him at Mania, but I really, really don't like that at all. You know what I'd like to see? I'd like to see Jacob Fatu get signed and have yeah, like someone on. bring come in with like a manager and be like completely decimate Roman, completely decimate Solo, and then it's like he just leaves, and then it's like the whole promo about him could turn around and you could even have like Rome like Paul Heyman have like get beat down by Roman or whatever and Paul Heyman brings this guy in going you know I've been around the Samoan family for this long and this is the outcast of the family he's been in you know pushed aside where no one cared about him no one reached out for him but now this is his time it's his time to become the tribal chief and the barber family the family considered him too dangerous to even have him be in charge or, or to involve him. Yeah, in things. And, he's, yeah he's exactly. totally unstable. But you know what now? But you know what? He's now loyal because I took him out of that situation and now his beefs, now my beefs, yeah. and now you, his you redo. You basically redo Undertaker and Kane, but with Samoans. It's awesome. Well, I'm <laughs> glad you boys brought this up because this is a good segue to what's actually happening because Zulafar <sighs> 2 who's uh, Omaga's son, actually has a pitch on the bloodline, funny enough, which is very similar to what you guys are saying. Basically what he said though, after leaving uh, Reality of Wrestling, Booker T's Reality of Wrestling, he recently spoke to Apples and Grapes, whoever they are, where he pitched an idea of including him and Jacob Fatu in the storyline on Ray with Jay Uso to balance the feud and confronting Roma Reigns, Solo Sokoa and Jimmy Uso. Zilla Fatu says, you have Solo, Jimmy, and Roman on SmackDown. Jay's the only bloodline member on Raw. He's the babyface on Raw and beefing with everybody in the back. How can he keep himself lit and take over? I feel like they need to get me and Jacob Fatu. They need to sign us and put us on Raw and have us form our own bloodline and somehow incorporate maybe us going to SmackDown and confronting them. Y'all need to move right, he continues. These families built off loyalty and respect. You're not showing none of that. Have Roman talking shit and us just feuding, instead of it being tribal combat, it will be tribal warfare. The three-on-three would have to be maybe at WrestleMania or some big pay-per-view. The lineup is so perfect because if we do a three-on-three, it's twin versus twin, Samoan Spike versus Samoan Spike, and Jacob versus Roman. He goes, I've got goosebumps. He goes on to say, that would turn up. We thought SummerSlam was something, but what I'm talking about is tribal warfare and we'll be fighting to be tribal chief. Fuck the bout, he says. Other stuff, we're fighting for the necklace. That's big and something different. There's a lot of truth in it. Believe me when I tell you that. And that was it. Well, I mean, that sounds interesting too. Of course, he'd fucking say that, right? 
So first of all, Zila Fatu has had one fucking match. I know, hey, man, he looks good, though, from what I've seen. Yeah, I'm sure he did, but, like, settle the fuck down. Like, you're not no, TV. he's green ready, as fuck, kid. but he looks like, good like, from what I've seen. Right. Like, just because, like, who, who you're related to, bro, like, settle the fuck down, bro. Like, even Dominic I mean, Mysterio, shit. bro, like, he, like, bro, people don't understand. He was training for, like, I'm sure Zila Fatu's been training for years as well, but fucking Dom, Dominic Mysterio, like, like I'm talking years, bro. Like years and years. Well, yeah. I mean, he's born in the business, man. You know what like, story this reminds me of? What's that? This reminds me of a story of uh, Hardcore Holly during the Attitude Era, and uh, this is something that this is something that uh, that Vince Russo has said, right? He basically came up and said, "Hey, uh, you know, uh, Hardcore, we're kind of out of ideas. You know, we're not really sure what to do with you. You know, what do you have any any ideas for what we could do with your character?" And he went. He went, you want a fucking idea for me? Yeah, I got a good fucking idea. Give me the belt. <laughs> oh, to be fair, he said it doesn't need to be over the belt. It's over the the necklace. It's over the, yeah. you know, the ring. Yeah. He, he doesn't want the belt. He just wants to main event WrestleMania after having one wrestling match, Jimmy. No, no, no. He <laughs> said Jacob. He said Jacob Fatu to main event WrestleMania. Not here. Yeah, 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 Roman. yeah. He's in there, though, bro. Not, not yet. Not yet, bro. Like, not yet. I mean, I mean hey, Jacob Fatu's been like, around for was... years now, too, man. Yeah, but, but if they did, the but WWE, bro, they're not going to sit there and just bring some guy in, like, uh, like straight away and go, yeah, man, go straight into media. <laughs> Come well, on in, bro, main event. But it makes sense. Who else do you bring in to continue the Bloodline storyline that's not old? You if you're going to do that, by the way, if you're going to have Jacob Fatu just walk in and main event WrestleMania, you need to sign CM Punk like three weeks before so he can watch how easy it is for somebody to get a main event at WrestleMania. No, fuck no, 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 no. You know who I think's going to fucking beat Roman and unravel it? Who? Oldberg. No. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, on, it's, like, it's like Roman Reigns is like, no one's going to beat me. And it's like, you just see like Goldberg on. Really? Hey, son, you want to see me wrestle again? Hold my beer. Fuck. Come on, man. Come on now. No, Come on, man. He, he, bro, he buried more fucking talent than Triple H did in 2003 to 2005. That's not his fault, man. That's not even his fault. Fucking booking him like that. You know what I mean? I mean, good on him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but Triple H, like, you know. Daddy I mean, seriously, him. man. Even if it was him, who gives a fuck? That's at the end of the day, they allowed it to happen. You know what I mean? That's yeah, what matters at the end of the day. Honestly, sure. honestly, yeah. good, good on Zila Fatu because at the end of the day, like if I was blood of the wild Samoans, I would fucking shoot my shot. You gotta Why shoot not? your shot, bro. Take a chance. Who Take cares? Take a chance. Who knows, man? What could happen? You know what I mean? But that's anything. See, the fact that they haven't signed Jacob Fatu over the years is sus, man. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if, if if he's a troublemaker or he's got some sort of fucking history, gang history. Who the fuck knows? But something's up with that, man, because he's a killer, man. Straight up. But anyway, fellas, let's get into AEW Dynamite, shall we? I know it's it's a cunt, but we have to. And uh, where are we coming from? Seattle, I believe, as a matter of fact. And um, yeah, we open up with the AEW International Championship match between Jeff Jarrett and Ray fucking Phoenix. Um, this match sucked, boys. I mean, what can I say? Ray Phoenix ends up winning via pinfall with a small package, retaining his AEW International Championship that he wasn't even meant to win in the first place. Chris, anything to really fucking 
say about this freaking match. The only thing that stands out to me is the fact that Jeff didn't want to take the fucking pile driver. He was like, nah, you, you win <laughs> with a roll-up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Any great seriously. I mean, come on, Pierce. It's double J, Jeff Jarrett. It's J-E, I, I, double look, F. Look, I thought it was all right, bro. I thought that, that it was pretty busy on the outside for a lot of the stuff as well. As it always um, is. Yeah, I thought the, the Ray Phoenix... Um, yeah, I mean, I, I actually quite like Ray Phoenix's work. I think he's a he's a he's a pretty good um, sound luchador. But like, I don't know. Like, it just seemed like there was a couple of spots in that match for memory that just seemed a little bit haywire. Um, where like, I think uh, Ray took a really weird bump to the outside at one stage. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? Like, why why would you take that sort of bump? But like, That's overall, I thought does, it, was, bro. it wasn't bad. It was pretty good. Like, I think Jeff Jarrett, you know, he's just you know, Jarrett's been doing this for so fucking long, man. Like, if he can't go out and have a good match, there's a fucking problem. I prefer Jarrett over Phoenix, put it that way. As a matter of fact, I used to be a Phoenix fan, right, when he was in Impact. But his AEW run, he's, he's a totally different Phoenix, man. He's just a, I don't know, man, a seagull at this point or some shit. I haven't seen him do anything interesting in AEW except break his arm and then break yeah. John Moxley. That's it. Those are the two interesting many times? things he's done. And he's injured himself and others on multiple occasions over the years. I mean, Cal, are you are you a fan of fucking Ray Phoenix? Well, or? here's the thing. Yeah, I appreciate uh. Ray Phoenix a lot. Like, I, it's from an athletic standpoint, I think he's one of the most athletic people I've ever seen in the ring. Um, the thing, the thing with it is like with Jarrett in particular. Like, Jarrett's someone like I've always like looked up to, especially in terms of how to like work a match and whatnot. It just, I just think that this, what, why this match fell flat was pretty much, it's just, it's the same, it's the same problem they continued to have throughout the entire show where it was just too busy because they're trying to involve too many people and you couldn't just let the match flow for what it was. And I don't know, man, like to me, like it, sh it had no reason to not be a good match. Like uh, Jarrett would be a great base. Jarrett's been around for a long time and he could give, make Ray Phoenix look look a million bucks with all his stuff. But, yeah, it just fell flat for some reason. I felt yeah. the match was very much like it, it looked very choreographed. Like it looked very yeah. plain. All the out. spots were choreographed, man. We Sanjay Dutt and Saturn. Yeah, but, 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 the, but the, whole, the, the, whole, the whole thing just seemed very um, choreographed. And also, like, Ray Phoenix's manager, what's his name? Uh, Abrahentes. Abrahentes. Apprehensive, like I'm sure he's a nice guy, man, but you can't convince he's me he's fucking not, goof. Like, bro. He he seems like a nice bloke, bro, but you know, <laughs> tell me I'm wrong that he doesn't look like the kind of guy that stands around a fucking school bus stop at three fifteen, looking creepy. <laughs> oh, come on, bro. You know what's even more fucking weird about him, man? He sits there fucking doing, yeah, man. Like you know, like nah, over bro, fucking it's, acting it's, shit. It's, it's the gloves and the fucking Michael Jackson pants for me, bro. I'm just like, is this motherfucker for real, bro? Like, he just looks like a fucking creeper. Says the guy wearing sunglasses on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you, you said it, bro. I, I didn't say shit. That, that, that's on you, Pierce. As a matter of fact, yeah, yeah. that deserves one of these. <laughs> hey, man. All right, guys. Um, you going. I gotta go. I gotta get my fucking car towed and everything. But uh, oh man, good yeah. luck with that, Chris, bro. All right, guys, have a good show. Saw that tire, brother. Peace. Good luck, bro. Right in here.
There's Chris, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, at least he joined. I, I wasn't expecting that, which is cool. But uh, yeah, look, man. Like I said, Phoenix, I was a fan of his. I, I feel like he's gone backwards, man. I don't know if it's just the AEW way of booking shit and he's just used to that crap. Or I don't know, but wow. he's he's not as safe as he seemed to be. I feel like he's been hurting a lot of wrestlers and most importantly also hurting himself. And he's always like injured. Like I said, he wasn't even meant to win this international belt. The fact that he knocked out Moxley last week is the reason why he's champion, legitly. Mm. Well, you're not seeing you're not seeing this kind of clash of styles since like ever before. Have you ever seen this clash of styles? Like you know, Jarrett's a Jarrett's a Memphis guy. Like he's right. he's one of those guys. That's it, and very... that's another issue. Why would you pair up a guy that's a straight up wrestler, like you know, old school Southern type of wrestler? To a freaking Mexican luchador. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of... Jared can he can fucking wrestle anybody. Right, yeah, right, that's true, so. but still. Because but you're not always going to get the best out of Jeff Jarrett. You're not always going to get the best but, out of Ray Phoenix if Jeff Jarrett right. isn't willing to do a lot of the stuff. But what do you mean, bro? Like, Jeff Jarrett wrestled fucking China back in the 90s. He freaking went and he's wrestled, like... But she's yeah, not carried David Arquette through yeah, matches. Yeah. Like, but he carried David Arquette through matches in WCW... Bro, like Again, honestly, China, it's not gonna fly around the ring though. <laughs> China's yeah. a very old school worker, dude. Like That's what China I'm was a very old school yeah. worker, and David Arquette would have been taught the simplest stuff. Whereas, like, we're trying to run high spots with Jeff Jarrett, who's getting on in years now, it's fucking True. hard. Yeah, no, it's stupid. Why would you fucking run high spots with Jarrett, man, at his age? He doesn't need to do that shit. Mm. He got busted open the hard way too. Yeah, I noticed mm. that. That's hard true. Way. He did. It seemed like a pretty quick too into the match. But uh, yeah, look, and that's the problem I've got with AEW. Excuse me, I got the fucking hiccup suddenly. But um, my issue with AEW is they just they throw matches together like they they put two green fucking cunts in the ring, right? Where not one of them can lead a friggin' match, and then the match turns to absolute horseshit, and then you wonder why. But they keep doing this shit. They keep putting mm. workers against another worker that can't carry matches, man. Like I don't understand. Welcome to wrestling. Yeah, but AEW specifically is guilty of this shit, man. I, I don't know, man. Maybe it's just me. Yeah, I, I, look, I, I agree, bro. And and to be honest, like that that match was like it was like it was just an interesting matchup. Like, why? Yeah. I don't even know why. Was that an open challenge? Can anyone tell me that? What does that say? I think, and I am sorry to say it. That is that Ray doing Mexican style when it's not belonged. And most people do not know how to deal with it. He should learn the American style, like Mysterio like, dud. Well, <laughs> did, well did, Mysterio, Mysterio was like, he basically evolved from Lucha and just, you know what I mean? Like, it's his style. He just, I don't know, like, he just made it popular. Bro. Like, he didn't Americanize really? it. No, yeah, he did, Mysterio he did. now. Yeah, well, he yeah, did. he kind of did. Halloween Havoc ball. 97, Hall Halloween Havoc 97 Ray was totally different to SummerSlam um, 2005 Ray, you know what I mean? And that that, yeah, that just comes with time yeah, and trying to, it's a consciousness you need to save your body. Well. Yeah, it's well, his, yeah, his it's, age. It's his greatest hits now pretty much. He does the same sort of five spots if that makes sense. Yeah, it's a conscious decision to save your body, like. We can't all be Vikingo and wrestle five nights a week. Vikingo. He should be called Van fucking Dildo. Seriously, like... Yeah, like Vikingo. Oh, come on, bro. <laughs> I can't uh, stand uh, fucking... Actually, do you guys remember... Do you remember the Sega Dreamcast? 
Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Uh, he's a bit young. He probably will. Uh, how old are you, Akel, man? I'm 26. Damn, you're a baby, bro. Fuck. <laughs> I wish I was 26, man. Hey, uh, live life to the max, bro. Straight up. It, it just flies, man. No shit. Damn, scary. that's a long time ago when I was 26. I know you're. we're the same age, Pierce, so we won't yeah. even go there. But uh, <laughs> damn, I wish I was 26. Anyway, <laughs> that threw me off. Uh, what was it? What the fuck was I meant to say? That threw me fucking right. You're off. talking about the American style and Rey Mysterio and how he should learn, how he should adapt to the American style. Um, oh, As sorry, Ray uh, Phoenix? Ray, Ray Phoenix should. There yeah. was something. There was an, a different point I was meant to bring up about that, but doesn't matter. The, the point is, I'll I'll will remember <laughs> it when the fucking comes up. No shit. When you said 26, I to- that totally threw me off, man. But- oh, sorry, man. <laughs> No, man, that's not your fault. That threw me off. It happens. We're live. I mean, you fucking end up um, forgetting shit. Oh, thank you, oh, Aaron, bro. Shalom to you, bro. <laughs> I mean, Shalom. does he know how old I am? <laughs> he probably does. Um, anyway, fuck. Let's just move on, though, man. If it comes back to me, it comes back to me. I felt like it was important, but shit. It went out one end, out the other. Uh, but next, we got footage of Cole on crutches celebrating Maxwell Jacob Friedman's big win over MJF's dad's boat. <laughs> Jesus. They talk about Adam's continuing friendship with Roderick Strong and Max reluctantly accepts his explanation right as Cole catches a fish. That turns out to be Paul White in an inner tube. And if you don't know who Paul White is, I'm talking about the big show. Uh, the big the big show joins them on the boat and makes friends as they drink beers together, and then we get footage of Don Callis and Takeshita in Japan. Um, this is kind of funny, guys. I mean, anything to say about it, Pierce? It was pretty funny. Like it was, but it was just like, why? I have no idea why. It's just that they're best friends now, supposedly. Yeah. Look. Okay. I love this shit. This is the shit I live for in wrestling. Just stupid It's wrestle shit. crap. It's fucking wrestle crap. And I mean that in a fucking positive way, man. Uh, yeah. Like, I, I love this this little story arc. Until now, it's kind of dipping a little bit, right? Mm. But still, it's entertaining enough on AEW. It's just the end game is so obvious, but it is what it is. We'll see. But, um, yeah, you loved it, obviously, Akel. Is there anything else you wanted to say, man? Well, well, the thing is, with obviously, I think they know it's like the one sort of good thing they got going. So they put a lot of production and time into it. And it's like they're, it's they're pretty much like a little comedy skit off their main angle that they've got going on. And I think, uh, I think that's probably going to draw more people than I don't know. I appreciate anything that that tries to take a comedic risk as opposed to like the high spots and stuff. Uh, I think. Um, telling a story is important. I know it's fucking stupid, but like, fuck, who cares? I feel you, bro. No, look, there's room for that shit in wrestling, man. As long as you don't overdo it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, absolutely, there's, there's of course, funny in wrestling is fucking good, right? But when you got Vince McMahon funny, it's like, ah, oh, pal, you farted. Ha, ha, ha. Like, mm. I mean, the, the old man loves fucking shit jokes, legitly, like feces. I you know love I, mean? I love Vince McMahon's like humor, not in terms of that, but I loved his old school <laughs> humor. Like, there's times where he put himself in places where, even that like uh, that little vignette where like he goes into the church with Shane and he's oh, like gets Sean yeah. to fight fight with God or whatever. So God, good. Yeah. You know what? Man is a pal. You know what the, <laughs> the the things I like the most about Vince is that I see is when he does shit like 
when all the shit about the NDAs and him getting cancelled, he fuck. What does he do instead of laying low? I'm gonna open up Monday Night Raw, pal, and I'm gonna back up and do SmackDown. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then I'm gonna pull yeah, my pants down, and you're gonna kiss my ass, pal. It's gonna be a live promo, pal. Yeah, <laughs> and he goes. We're going through hard times at the moment, people, but we're going to get through it together now. <laughs> yeah, and then, now, now forever, forever, yeah. forever, McMahon. And then I'm sitting there going, like, if I'm working for him and that's basically get everyone rallied behind him, I'd be going, um, no, cunt, you're the one fucking being charged for, like, being a, a sleazy motherfucker, cunt. Like, <laughs> I'm not a part of this shit. What are you talking mm. about, pal? <laughs> yeah, fuck. For even bringing that up, god damn it! <laughs> anyway, He's, um, it's... I was going to say, like, Mr. Man is the go- hands down, in my opinion, the greatest character that's ever been in wrestling ever. Like, oh, man, look, at the end of the day, everyone wants to shit on him, but when he fucking comes out, you're going to be bowing to him. I mean, <laughs> it is what it is. I've I've met a lot of professional wrestlers, man. Shit, I can even call some friends, right? But. I would, and I've never been intimidated by celebrities, right? I've always like been very confident meeting celebrities and whatnot. But Vince, I, I think I'd shit myself, man, at first. I'd be like, wow, like he's just got this aura about him. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. Nah, if I if I met Vince, I'd go out of my way just to fucking annoy him. Like I just go, Achoo! oh, oh <laughs> sorry, how I, uh... <laughs> I hate sneezing. Damn it! <laughs> oh, Vince, hey, you know. I'd, well, <laughs> first I'd say, I was like, man, you want to do my podcast or what? You'd be like, what's your name, pal? And you'd be like, Pierce. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just for doing that, man. Nah, man. I'd love to. I'd love for him to do that, man, for me, like on a video. <laughs> like, Jimmy T. You know? Yeah. And it's just a long one. Fuck. I don't yeah, think he's got a cameo yet. <laughs> nah, you know man, what? I, millions. I, I saw this meme. It was like when Vince McMahon like first left WWE like last year or this year or whatever the fuck it was. And then it was like someone posted a photo of Vince McMahon and then had a thing set and then mm. had Conrad Thompson in the background going, <laughs> <laughs> and this week on ad free shows with you're fired with Vince McMahon. Oh, no, bro. <laughs> you oh, imagine why? a Vince podcast? No. 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 <laughs> Actually, I would love to hear a Vince podcast. Can you imagine the dirt that motherfucker would talk about? Oh, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got these tits. <laughs> he, I he just said, said, Donald said, grab her on the pussy, and I said, why not grab her on both? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pal. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, that's like going to be some skeezy, dark, fucking old white man, creepy shit, bro. Oh, Straight God. the fuck out. That's like, oh, skin crawling shit. My daughter, oh. Stephanie. <laughs> yeah, I can oh, imagine. Bro, nah, that's fucked. Oh, shit. Well, anyway, let's move on from Vinnie Mac to Renee Paquette as we see in the ring to interview Don Callis and Takeshita. Callis has something to say over the booze, and it's that he is so happy that Sammy Guevara is free of the toxic influence of Chris Jericho that he wanted to bring him out here for himself, and he introduces him as the newest member of the Don Callis family. Don rolls footage of the Callis family visiting Ibushi at the dojo in Tokyo. He's going to be back in two minutes, so they beat up the guy who's there until Kota arrives. 
Ibushi and Takeshita roll around the ring. Kota gets the advantage. Callis then smashes an umbrella over his back. And Takesha blasts Ibushi with a kettlebell, choking Kota with his jackal as Callis tells Kenny Omega, this is the beating heart lying on the floor and he won't be safe from the Don Callis family anywhere. Um, he goes on to say, back in the ring that is, that Don says the family has never been stronger with Takeshita, Real Osprey and Sammy Guevara. Sam gets on the mic and says he's being painted to be the bad guy but really he's the hero here and chris jericho is the villain he complains of jericho clipping his wings and holding him back and says now it's time for him to be the star he was born to be as callus says that at wrestle dream they'll take everything from ibushi omega and jericho until there's nothing left but tears pierce i had tears by the end of this fucking segment uh did you <laughs> I was yeah wanting to headbutt a wall to be honest. Um, yeah, look, I, like I actually liked Don Callis. I think he's really entertaining. So but um, but I think like even Sammy Gravara, I just can't take him serious for some reason. He just looks like a child. Well, I mean, is he even thirty yet? I don't know. I don't think he is. I mean, he is a child, dude. This is the same guy that fucking proposed to his ex fiance Pam. And then a year later, proposed to his new fiance. Well, dumped her ass, and then proposed to his new fucking fiance in the uh, what's her name again? Uh, Taya. Uh, I mean, Taya Conti. Conti, yeah, Mello Conti. Conti, yeah. What well, a Conti. That's it. Because that's yeah, what that's she is. A Conti. <laughs> look, look, man. I mean, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> when Sorry, you see, you when you see an upgrade, you see an upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> you, you gotta oh man. sorry pam you gotta you gotta fucking warn me from that say it one more time bro i said when you see an upgrade <laughs> you see an upgrade that's just what it is <laughs> that deserves a drum i mean hey <laughs> that's what he said <laughs> i mean i remember seeing me pam, i remember when he proposed to pam was she good. was in like some she was in some like grandma uh, dress or whatever oh like, yeah hell. she was she looked yeah. like a good, bro. She looked like a good ethnic girl, Pam. She looked like a good ethnic girl that knows how to cook, you know, like good proper food from back in the old country. But she did. Like I'm not saying that's a bad thing. No, that's no, a good no. thing. Like my wife is no, like no. that, bro. Like that's that's the woman that you want to marry, bro. My, my missus is ethnic. Heck, I'm ethnic. Come on, bro. That's I what totally I'm saying. Get it. Bro. I, I get yeah. it. I was but, almost going to go to like overseas and bring one back. <laughs> I'll cook think? it. <laughs> I'll cook every fucking day if fucking tame, if I'm with fucking Ty Conti, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'd let a penguin feed me through a fucking... <laughs> You'd put a ball in your mouth off and have your fucking... <laughs> Done. You'd let her fucking get that dildo and shove it right up. Anyway. <laughs> Talk dirty to me in Portuguese. Fucking hell. <laughs> oh, man. If I could say it. <laughs> I was going to say something in Spanish, but that's not Portuguese, so <laughs> I better not. Um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, Taya Conti, she's a Conti, but she's definitely an upgrade. Pam, unfortunately. Savage I mean, fuck. That's savage, bro. Look after Look, it, it, is what it is. now, too. <laughs> facts are facts, right? I mean, shit. Someone anyway, had to say it. Someone had to say it, and that was you. <laughs> and now we have to fucking 
admit it too, man. God damn it, pal. Well, <laughs> speaking of admitting shit, we get another promo from Saturday of Ricky Starks telling Brian Danielson that he survived. Uh, Willie Euro then rolls up to apologize for putting hands on him, and Stark says the next time he puts hands on him, he won't leave the ring off he, off of his own accord. As Yuta says, he was trying to be nice, but Ricky is an entitled little prick. All stolen, and no substance, and he couldn't get up after what Danielson dished out. But he gets up every day, and he doesn't think Starks has the balls. And if he disagrees, he'll be happy to find out on October 1st. So, Akel, does this mean we're getting a a Starks versus Yuta match at WrestleDream? I guess I'll yeah. be dreaming and snoring while watching it. <laughs> Look, man, I, uh, I um, I think it's just like it's one of those things where it's not even like a, it's kind of like a happy accident kind of booking. They're just going down the line. Happy I guess. accident. This is AEW, brother. This, this is what they do <laughs> every week. This is what I'm saying. Like it's just like how do you, you go? You can't go. Accident. We're booking. You can't go down. Like you got to go bipolar, up, my friend. He just got to keep going up and build into the big angles and save it. Like he should have fought you to first. I suppose they needed a big main. Right, event and then you build to fucking Danielson. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I get it. The same punk boss. thing. Right, but look. To be fair though, and I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. The same buck. Uh, the same bunk. I was gonna say the same punk debacle threw a friggin' uh, a wrench in those plans. Hence why Danielson oh, yeah. took over that sort of feud. Because yeah. you know, they'll panic and they're like, oh my God, oh my God. Tony's like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? You know, and that was the fucking thing. But you're right. It should have been Yuta. And then you build to fucking Danielson. But they don't think like for the long term and they don't think rationally. They needed to sell out Arthur Ashe and do all that stuff. So I guess they must have thought that would have been a draw. Um, bit bit tired of these death matches though. Like, fucking hell. Death like, matches. How many times can you just laugh. put Texas just put Texas Deathmatch in front of everything and it's fine? That's what they called it, right? Right, yeah. It was a Texas Deathmatch that wasn't actually a real Texas Deathmatch. If you actually knew the real Texas Deathmatch, you got to do a pinfall and then a 10 count. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty right. Messed yeah. Up. It's, it's a very long way. process, bro. Hey, like. Well, don't call it a Texas Deathmatch then. How about we call it the Khan Deathmatch? Mm. You know what I mean? About, I mean, yeah. how about, what? How about what? I was just gonna say, how about we just call it Tony Khan's fucking ultimate masturbation fantasy? <laughs> be like, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to say <laughs> that's how he talks, though, man. Doesn't he? I hate to say it, man, but he sounds I just like wrong of honor. <laughs> yeah, he sounds like a fucking spastic man, straight up. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, I said that too. I mean. Did, who said that? I mean, no, but uh, really, it's like, come up, Pierce. <laughs> come say uh, hello to Tony. It's like, grab uh, my fingers, yeah. Akel. Uh, <laughs> you know what? If I, if I worked at AEW, bro, I'd become best mates with Tony, eh? Oh, bro, I'd suck his dick. What are you talking about, man? Free <laughs> bags. That, that escalated. Oh, that is made very quickly, bro. Like, fuck. <laughs> what you do for a fucking job. I mean, Jericho. <laughs> well, no, to be fair, Jericho is the one that sucks his dick the best, though, dude. Straight up. I don't think so, man. I think, just I think Jericho he does. I, I reckon Jericho is like the sort of guy who's like, he'll just be laying there in bed and he's like, ring, ring. And then his wife goes, who the fuck is it? 
Oh, shit, it's TK. Yeah. Good luck. Hey, Chris. Nah, I'm, yeah. Hey, Chris. What are you doing? Nothing. I was just watching Bash of the Beach 1997 <laughs> when you, right, oh. like you were wrestling. And then, hey, Chris. That's the Lionheart. <laughs> did you fall asleep, Chris? Oh, I was just watching you in ECW. <laughs> Back in 1996. Do you reckon we can uh, get like? <laughs> do you reckon we can get Scorpo? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you think you wrestle, you wrestle Sandman in 2023? It's okay for you guys, but fucking, I want to job out the power. I want to job out the powerhouse Hobbs on fucking on uh, that AW Dark show. So fucking, I love you, wow. TK. Oh, true. I know we've been cunts now, fucking. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. But really, we are being cunts because if they ever want to backtrack and then find a show, oh, look at this guy. You know what I mean? Look what the it's fucking fun. used to say. Hey, man, I've had wrestlers. No shit. I'm not going to mention names because I don't want to throw it out there. But it's on the network. Put it this way. No, nah, nah, I can't say it. I can't say it on the air. But I will say this. It's on my network, man. You, I mean, figure it out. Like They're workers. But we're reviewing an AEW show. Right? Yeah. I'm not, and because he's in the business and he's very close to that business, essentially it was the fakest review ever. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. And it was frustrating because I'm like, oh, come on, bro. Now you're doing the diplomacy type of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. But if I knew that, then what was the, you know, we weren't going to do a show. If I knew that going in, because we've done other shows in the past, you know what I mean? That was never like that. But then once, you know, so it became totally fake, and I was like, oh, man, that's I hated that show just because of that reason, but it is mm. what it is, and I totally understand, man. I get it. Believe it's me. hard. It is hard, man, but you know what? At least you're not there just yet, so once you're there, it's this is rubbed. You're not yeah, even going to have yeah. this name anymore. You're going to be something else, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't even know who a Kel is or, or a Kel or whatever like people say. but. Oh yeah, a kill. It reminds me of a kill. Um, a kill the MC. Do you know oh, who I'm talking about? The rapper. No, no I didn't. People steal say his name. he's Tupac. I didn't steal <laughs> his actually, name at all. That, people actually about. say. <laughs> I don't speak English. Well, speaking of not speaking English, next we've got another matchup. It is Brian Cage versus Claudio Costagnoli, and everyone's favorite Mark Tard in Nick, or is that Mark Jackson? For your AEW International Championship number one contenders match. Why? I have no idea. Why is it a whole bunch of tag teams here other than Costagnoli? Number one contenders? I digress. I don't know. I have and this no is, idea. This was for the International Championship. For the Internationale World <laughs> Championship, whatever you want to call it. I get right, the so idea that they, they want to defend this weekly. Like I imagine, or like so not they call least. it the TV championship. Isn't that what your TNT TBS championships for? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I don't even know if they have any. Or, idea or they're they trying got. to, or they're trying to recapture the you know nineteen eighties, early nineties intercontinental championship workhorse sort of championship, right? I mean, clearly, yeah, this is what they want. They want it to be the intercontinental championship, right? Yeah, that's, like you call it a workout workhorse title, bro. That's, that's in a, their eyes, not me. Just, just quietly. yeah, but, they, but that's what the fans call a fucking to, like label a title. Hey, as <coughs> like, yeah, 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 bro. Like, like no worker ever goes, oh yeah, that guy's a complete workhorse. 
What a mm. worker, bro. What a workhorse. What a no, worker. Yeah. All the way to the match, bro. They do. I'm telling you. He was fucking, yeah. They kind should call of. him Mr. Ed. Yeah. No, nah, like, look, it is. It is the workhorse championship for AEW. Really, yeah, it I, is. I have heard I have heard the term like workhorse be used to refer to a worker before, and I think it's just like for putting in the hard yard, especially for. What like about a for team. a chick? For a chick, would that be uh, like right? If she was a if she was a workhorse, a workhorse? Like a thoroughbred. Yeah, I don't think she'd like. I don't know if they'd like that. But, uh, <laughs> I, I find it saying. as a compliment. Well, yeah, if I was a chick, it would be a compliment. I mean, fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, man, continue on. You're the a real workhorse in the in the stables. <laughs> <laughs> what, what type of stables are we talking about? But no, no, sorry, man, I'm throwing you off. Oh, wow. No, you're all right. I just think the international championship thing, like, especially with um, everything going on, I, I, I don't know, like, I, it, it's so directionless. And, like, directionless, when I watch this match... When I watch this match as well, like for me, one of the biggest standouts thing is one of my least favorite workers in the world, possibly my 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 most ha- like hated work style in the world is the style that Brian Cage works for his size. Oh my and god, bro! How dumb is fucking dumb this guy? He's yeah. calmed down now, but think back to his impact days. This yeah, guy's working like a luchador. Hello. Yeah. But Hello. It was it was it was Ding good dumb. to see. It was good to see that. Um, it was good to see that he actually has toned it back a bit, um, well, which was. To, man. And the thing is, what I have noticed is like, uh, you know, think about this. You look like Brian Cage, and you're not signed by WWE yet. Like there must be something going on. Like yeah, they must yeah. understand that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know just... what it is. <laughs> yeah, is that too? Uh, yeah, well, probably, but. Mm. Well, look, you know, have you ever heard of our criteria, like in AW? And it first started as a joke, right? But we used to say, me and Chris, when we first started doing the skirmish doc four years ago, we used to say, like, you know, if you're six foot two and over 180, maybe 220, over 220, you're a jobber. And you know what? It's rung true, man. I mean, seriously, big bill, big jobber, right? Brian Cage, jobber. Miro, when he's there, yeah, he wins, but then he disappears for 10 months. Still, to me, a jobber, right? Because you're not on TV anyway. Powerhouse Hobbs, powerhouse nothing, right? Jobber. Wardlow, you know the fucking Where's Wally? Remember that? Mm. Yeah. Well, in America, they call it Waldo, right? Instead of Wally. Well, Where's Wardlow fucking? (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I hadn't even heard, like, usually you hear people and shit. Name Lance name. Hoyt, you know, or yeah. Lance Archer. Sorry, another one. I fucking hate to say it, but a jobber. He was one of my favorite um, when they first launched. Uh, but the thing, the thing that I find with uh, with big guys is it's so, so it, it needs to be booked right. And if you don't have right. a booking sense right. on how to book, we've got like literally hundreds of years of booking advice, or not hundreds of years, hundred, you know, hundred fifty yeah, years of probably. booking. Yeah. You know, and and if the fact that you can't book them right with this history and the amount of good big men that have been built strong, like you think about Kane when he first came in, the like big if fucking you, red machine. If you can't do that, then the mystique is gone pretty much immediately, and then these people fall lower down to the card and they look for the next big bit big man. You know, I saw one character that AEW had, and it was a woman called Abaddon. 
Aberdeen or whatever uh, it is. Abaddon, yeah, yeah. Abaddon, Abaddon. <clears throat> Aberdeen is a soccer club in Scotland. Yes, Ab- Abaddon. <laughs> and like she had this like insane look. I saw I was like, fuck, this is like next level type of shit. Yuck, bro. And then but then the next time I saw her, like she was doing TikToks and shit. Yeah, it was like, like crazy she's ugly, man. Have you seen it without that makeup? Yeah. Yeah, really yeah, it's one of those. I was like, <laughs> I'm telling you, man, <laughs> she's fucking pretty foul. But anyway, keep the makeup on because she looks just as bad. I don't know what's worse, but uh, it's pretty bad. No offense, <laughs> Abaddon. <laughs> Stay out of our lane, man. That's all I'm saying. And she's going to get fucking uh, future endeavored or contract. Actually, they don't do that in AW. They let your contract just roll over so he doesn't have to fire you. Yeah, well, it's good that it's good that he um, like, it's good that she found a way to get over, like you know, or like. Wait, did she get over? I mean, she's well, never on television. Yeah, no, well, well, in terms, of, if you look at like the actual scene, I mean, I'm saying like you know, for someone like me, like if I got to AEW, I would consider myself like getting over enough to get a look, and it's good that she of could course. get get like a um, you know. You know, take that spot. Yeah, not not make it about the beauty for once, and just turn into this evil, sadistic thing. And you know, cool look. If you if you've got something, something yeah. But the thing is, that's cool, and I agree. But n- no one's doing anything with it. Yeah, that's I the know. problem. Yeah. So what's the yeah. point of being this freakazoid? But there's no substance. There's no fucking end game. There's nothing. It's you bad looking going, around. Nah, nah, fuck me. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. All, you know what I mean. She's basically I mean, fucking the exorcist. The show the show to me was just badly booked altogether. Like Yeah. Um, well What was what was next after that anyway? Well, by the way, Nick ja- well, sorry, Mark Jackson wins by pinfall with a lateral press becoming your number one contender to the AEW International Championship. Of course, a tag team <laughs> wrestler becomes number one contender. Uh next was the Righteous cutting a promo on Better Than You, Baby where they're cutting paper dolls and being omnibus, jeez, uh, I can't even pronounce it, as we go to a break. Big fuck, the Righteous are a wannabe Wyatt family. I'm not even going to ask you guys what the fuck you think. Yeah, I'll let Piers take that one. Let me take this one. So go Vincent has been stealing people's gimmicks. Yeah, bro, that motherfucker's <laughs> been stealing yeah. people's gimmicks for fucking years. If you go do your research, bro, he oh, went oh, through oh. a Hardy Boys phase. He went I through a Randy Orton phase. Bro, what? go, yeah, bro, go Google that motherfucker, bro. Go no, Google. bro. Yeah, bro. He had I always Randy remember Orton. him as the Righteous in Ring of Honor, but never nah, like. Nah, bro. He had Randy Orton tattoos, bro. Nah. Like, he had a fucking Jeff Hardy style tattoo, then he got it covered. Yeah, but with was, his gimmick, was his gimmick like, like them, though? I don't know. I don't know, bro, but he's, he's fuck, he stole their fucking look. Like he was trying to imitate their look on the indies, like for whatever reason. And then he, oh, I don't know if he's got the tattoos removed or reworked and shit like that. No, but no, go I think he's still bro. got the tattoos. He's always had the tats, man. Yeah, but he's got them tattooed over or whatever. But like he had like the fucking Randy Orton skulls and shit. Oh, <laughs> as long as he doesn't hear voices, in I think his he had, head, man. I think he actually got the tribal <laughs> work done too. <sighs> What's his oh, name? Vincent Malaka or something? Yeah, mozzarella, I call him. Magnaglia or some shit, bro. Like, I can't even pronounce it, but uh, yeah, he's Italian. Put it that way. Vincent, Vinny Magalese. Is a... Yeah, uh, Vinny fucking, um, he should be part of the FBI, bro. 
That's all I know. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about the cops. I'm talking about the full-blooded Italians. Mm-hmm. Hey, Tony, mama, look. Come on, man. Where's my pizza? All I, I mean, know is got an Italian name. I mean, where do you think that this goes? Like, I mean, it's a two, it's sort of leading it goes into like nowhere, a... bro. It's gonna lead to the abyss. <laughs> I'll, I'll promise you that. Uh, um, it's just because to me, it's like they're gonna do. Obviously, they got this handicap now. Oh, that's probably spoiling the rest of the review. But um, no, 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 please spoil it. They got the handicap match, right? So they're booking sort of like a handicap match for the thing where, yes. so, because Adam Cole's out, he's going to wrestle him in a handicap match. And I I assume MJF goes over in that, like, so. <laughs> well, speaking of MJF, it's a good segue because uh, next, I mean, I don't know where to start with this, man, because uh, this is a long promo, but I'll give it a red hot go because we need the end anyway. So Too long. I mean, how do I cut this down other than reading the fucking promo? Yeah, or cut it. Just cut it. Just, just All right. Let me, let me just go through it. First, um, I won't go through the whole thing, but basically, Maxwell Jacob <laughs> Freeman. Oh, no, bro. Are you kidding? No, bro. Go on. Is that? No. Wait man. until you get this one. <laughs> no, Put it up bro. on the screen, bro, so you can show your, your, no, your audience. Bro. All right. Let me. All right, all right, I will. I've got to save it first. Did you send me another one? Yeah, I sent you another one. Damn, that, this is the this is that Vincent Mag- <laughs> Mag- Magliani or whatever he is, the Vincent the Righteous, bro. This is the this is who we the, the, the this White. The, he's stealing Bray White's gimmick now, bro. After he tried to steal Jeff Hardy's. Did he just nah, say bro, he went through Vinny Cabanara? Vinny Cabanara. <laughs> Vinny Cabanara. <laughs> No, let me just get that shit up. That is crazy, dude. No shit, man. That is. Nuts, I thought. Right? I mean, I thought you were exaggerating a little bit there, Pierce. I'll, I'll admit, but damn it, you weren't, and that's fucking nuts. But um, the let me just. Reason, you are the truth, absolutely, and the OG dad bod God. I said it. There you go. Eat shit, John. Yeah, fuck <laughs> you, John. John invite my host. <laughs> for the smack attack, which you can find on channelattitude.com every Saturday mornings. Uh, where are these damn pictures, God damn it! Uh, while I uh, fucking find that shit, because um, I've got a lot of pictures over here for fucking, for whatever reason. But has he really, how long ago was that, dude? I've only ever known him as The Righteous. Um, 2017, he started as the righteous, the righteous, right? Or something yeah, like around it's that been time. Years that I've, I've known him as the righteous now, yeah. So someone wrote on Reddit, "Fucking Vinny Marseglia. I used to wrestle with this guy. He has always copied a wrestler's moves. This was nine years ago. A wrestler move yeah. set or move set. First was Jeff Hardy, and he wrestled <laughs> as Nero. Then Nero. he got some Hardy style tattoos. Soon after he got caught up in the Orton hype, changed everything around and got Orton tattoos. A few of the boys would put plant signs in the crowd that said Nero, not exactly <laughs> Randy Orton. Oh boy, man. You know what he reminds me of? Fucking, he should have been called fucking Jeff Smarky. That should have been his name. Where the <laughs> fuck is these pitch? Oh, no wonder why. And he wrestled for Dragon place. Gate USA for a little while doing dark matches and got destroyed by Rhino in ROH. He's Thank doing Christ pretty well for, for himself. Yeah, that, well, that was nine years ago. So. Oh, here we go. I'd love to get destroyed one. by Rhino. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that doesn't you. sound right. 
<laughs> You'd love to get destroyed, huh? Ah, uh, yeah, pal. Go, 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 run your ass. <laughs> no. Anyway, speaking of ass, wow, no is way. he jerking there? Is he jerking off? What's he doing? Bless you, Pierce. That's almost a mixture of like Jeff Hardy and like CM Punk, isn't it? But what's he doing here? Is he like, is he jerking or what's going on over here, man? We have That's... a wrestler back. Uh, we have a wrestler over here who tries to copy Jeff Hardy as well. He looks exactly Damn. like that. Oh, That's I know who sad, you're talking dude. about. <laughs> I know who you're talking about. Your mate. Yeah, my mate. Dude, no he way. really did get Orton's tats, bro, to a T. No way. I bro. see the tribal. I see the tribal on the on on oh his left God. arm with the rose. Does, does he have it on his fucking back too? Yeah, look at the look at the around his uh, neck. Wow. Oh, does he hear voices in his head? <laughs> <laughs> I'm being He's serious. He's in his head, bro. Wow. That from jerky fucking smack hardy to fucking poor man's fucking Randy. Yeah, bro. Randall. We, we, Randy got, Randy we, we <laughs> got Randy Borton. We, we got a wrestler here in Australia that they call the Lardy. Uh, uh, what is uh, the Jeff, Jeff Lardy. Jeff Lardy. <laughs> and Peter Party. <laughs> he needs a tag partner. Now, you know what I love in the indie scene, bro, who I think would become a big deal, though? The Parea. Yeah, I'm being fucking biased. Oh, but you know the Parea. Of course, bro. Hell yeah. I, I watched your interview with the Parea, too, bro, with both yeah. of them. And you know what I loved about that interview, dude? They fucking kayfabed it all the way through, pretty much, dude. Yeah, nah. <laughs> I didn't like mm. it. I don't like that shit, bro. I don't like when people try and fade me, bro. Yeah, it did. It did get awkward. I must admit, right at one stage. Yeah. But I know what they were trying to do, man. But you know, especially one of guys. them. They're good guys. Like, you know, I mean, they're cool. They're cool. Did they tell you they were going to do that beforehand, though? Nah, they just did it. <laughs> oh, motherfuckers! My luckiest. Pass that on to them for me, all right? Yeah, nah, they're good boys, man. They're good. I saw them at Impact, and we all talked and shit. Oh, they wrestled at Impact? No, nah, they wrestled the next night, like, on the, the opening the, There was an Aussie showcase the night yeah, the after. Aussie showcase the, on the Sunday, yeah. But was it an Impact? Sh- I thought it was an Impact Aussie showcase, but wasn't it? No, no, no. It was no, just, no. like, yeah, showcasing Australian talent. All right, so well, anyway, I know Pierce looks like he's got the face that he just, he's telling me to hurry the fuck up at this point. <laughs> no, I know. So I'm gonna, <laughs> he looked tired, bro. So I'll just move on, though, man, because... We do have, where are we? Maxwell Jacob Freeman getting on the mic and greets the crowd as Cole settles in on a chair. Adam launches into a storyline and says, unfortunately, this is a sad chapter of the story because last week he got hurt really bad and pretty much his ankle exploded, broken in three different places, torn ligaments, and unfortunately he needs surgery. Anyway, a whole bunch of, you know, fucking, you know, you're the best, I'm the best type of bullshit. And the belt means fucking more to Adam Cole. So he's going to defend the belts on his own for Adam Cole. That's the gist of it. But enter Roddy, Roddy Strong shouting for Adam Cole and flanked by his kingdom as usual. Roddy says he needs Cole more than ever now. And it's an emergency. Max then tells him to hold on and says as much as he thinks Strong is nothing but a simp, he learned a lesson on that boat. <laughs> Uh, Roddy is Cole's boy and he may not like it but respects Adam enough to respect that and he should go on with what he has to do and just know that Freeman will be here for him when he gets back 
as they fucking hug and Cole goes to the stage to greet his friend and they all go to the back as MJF once again picks up that mic. Enter the Bullet Club Gold in Switchblade Jay White. He tells Max to shut up and says we all heard him talk enough and everyone wants to hear his sweet exotic accent. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess that makes us exotic too, right, guys? I mean, you know, you know, you know how it is. <laughs> anyway, he knows how it looks coming out of the coming out with the rest of the Bang Bang Gang, but that's why he sent them to the back so MJF can revel in his moment alone with the Switchblade. Freeman then says his mid mic work won't work with him, and if you come to the King, you best not miss. <laughs> as he talks about all the comparisons over the years and says it never bothered him until he read, sure, MJF is good, but he's no Jay White. He didn't understand why it offended him, and at first, at first, sorry, but now they're standing in the ring in front of the beautiful paws, and now he knows why, as MJF claims he's like a fine filet mignon, and, it's, <laughs> and if it's on the plate, it's all about the filet, much like when he's in the ring and the show is all about him you see but somehow white has convinced the fans that he's also filet mignon but in reality he's just plain old tofu funny thing <laughs> though about the tofu it takes on the flavor of whatever you want it to but you need to add something to it to trick yourself into believing it actually has taste jay then goes on to say given everything and all the finest spices herbs and whatever <clears throat> Theme music, t-shirts, big match opportunities, the keys to one of the greatest wrestling factions of all time. However, if he plucks it all away, he's left with nothing but boring, bland, tasteless tofu. And now he's going to steal some of that champ's flavor, but he doesn't mind because white is all hype and a mass marketed vision of what somebody in Japan thought was a top guy. So some advice from a real top guy, leave the ring, stop talking smack, and if he doesn't for the rest of his career, when their names are mentioned together, it will sure it will be sure Jay White is good. But you know what, guys? He's no Maxwell Jacob Freeman. <clears throat> anyway, it keeps going where White says that's what he came out for, his very own personalized MJF experience. But he's a little bit left down because something's off about Max lately. It could be injuries, but he thinks it's the bromance with Adam Cole distracting him. Switchblade then tries to sell dissent, saying he's been trying to ruin MJF's life from afar, but now he's here to do it up close and personal in the flesh, and he calls himself the devil, but he's going to have to find another level to stop Jay from taking the title from him. He talks up all his uh, bona fides and says he'll be truly elite champion after he peels the belt off of MJ MJF's carcass, because just like his paws, um, because he's just like his paws, sorry, as Max gets rolled up and wants to fight now, but Switchblade backs off and runs away, and that's that. Um, guys, <laughs> poor Pierce, when both of you guys look... No, I'm just listening, I'm just listening. Yeah. Trust me, I'll try to get that, and I chopped a lot out, believe me, when I say that, but in saying that, I love fucking Jay White. I'm a huge Jay White fan, heck. A lot of the Americans out there think that that I sound like Jay White. I mean, clearly they don't know the difference between an Australian accent and a New Zealand accent. Even though do I do I sound like this? 
Or no, bro. Bro. So you don't sound, bro, you don't sound Cheer, like you bro. belong to the gangbang gang, bro. <laughs> the gangbang <laughs> gang, bro. Uh, like, come on, Ors. No, no, it's, it's like a sure. choice, bro. Choice, bro. It was, fucking, it was fucking perfect, right? Like, the way the way MJF works on his promos are fucking incredible. Like, just even but, even when you when you was explaining that, I know I definitely is a but. It's a huge but. Um, but the, <laughs> the, th- the thing is, is like, you know, he's very, very, very intelligent with the way he describes things, his metaphors, his language, you know. But, it, you know, at the end, like, at the end of all of it, like, it went... How long? Twenty minutes? So something crazy. I'm telling you, dude, it was probably no shit. I think it went. If you want to add in commercials too, man, I'm telling you, man, it was 35 minutes plus. If that's you just include a, the, a, the, the coal segment too, it's unacceptable. See, it just shows you that obviously they have some idea that they are that angle is like a crutch for them. Like that's everything they have. But guess really. what? That was a long-ass promo. That was a long-ass fucking segment. And you know what's funny, guys? You guys haven't been keeping up with AEW, right? Lately? Nah. Now? All right. Guess what? Now, coming from your eyes, both of your eyes, you're probably thinking this is a a build towards something, right? They've been building, correct? Mm. That's what what? I felt like it was a go-home show or something. Like, it was a build for... Well, Well, guess what? This was the first interaction in the ring together. Oh, my God. For no fucking reason, bro. It just happened. You're kidding. But then he's, he's, he's going to go, and at the big show, he's going to go wrestle, like, in a handicap match. So, like, oh, what, what the fuck was the point of this? But even to the point, like, anyway, I'll get to it later, but, like, it was fucking, it was very long. It was very drawn out. And the, the whole boat scene didn't even really need to happen either, to be honest. Like, I feel like that just... That's a lot of time, and it just seems like they're, they're, it just seems they're too invested in this. And well, now let this sink in again, boys. No build, no reason. That's... Ridiculous! It's ridiculous. It's uh, it's <laughs> it, criminal. It, it's fucking bizarre, boys. It drives me nuts, and this is what I mean by Tourette's bipolar fucking booking. It's a criminal it's just... waste of TV time. Yeah, pretty much. But how do you fucking just come up with this shit? That's what I want to know, man. Like, is he is he really that off his face? Like, he's like, hello, guys. This is fucking uh, J-Bite and uh, MJF. Pretty much. There has to be. Has to be what's yes. happening. But that's like, fucking right. great, guys. Let's fucking go. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucked, man. It's so fucked. Oh, well. Yep. Because AEW. It's true. Yep. Yeah. That's, it is what it is. No reason, man. Where's the comic king at, man? So you can it's, when, it's, it's, it's when you put a cokehead in charge with like bi- a cokehead with <laughs> ADHD, bipolar, and split personality in charge of a multi-million dollar company. This is what you get. Whoa. Come on, guys. I've had my dick wet before. <laughs> I'm just... oh, no, that's a joke, right? I mean, fuck. Anyway, yeah. No fucking reason, but I will say this. I love MJF. I love Jay White. Yeah, you can shit on me, but I am a Jay White fan and have been for fucking years. I've been singing his praise I love for so long. He's the shit, man. I mean, yeah. he just gets it, bro. Like, yeah, he's a bit on the small side, but he's a fucking prick, man. Oh, he's, you know what he, I mean? He worked hard, too, and he got fucking ridiculously shredded. I remember being... Oh, bro. In, 
in attendance when um, he won the belt off. Was it Naito? Yeah, what, he think, went to uh, Japan. Yeah, it was in Japan. Motherfucker, uh, bro. <laughs> yeah, I, went to, I think it was. I think it was Road to New Beginning, or it was no New Beginning in Osaka in Osaka Joe Hall. It was fucking awesome. Uh, my claim to fame is fucking. Uh, I met Okada. He's yeah, I've got stories for battle. Okay, he's a prick, bro. He's mm-hmm. a fucking prick. Oh my god, Tanahashi, I met too, man. I was in. I was actually backstage at the New Japan show here when they had a pay per view, and I went to yeah. the one before that. But um, dude, oh, is apparently my mic volume down? Damn, thanks, Shlomo. Thanks for telling me, man, because that always trips me out. But anyway, do I sound louder now? Fucking you. Yeah, I can hear you perfect, bro. You yeah, sound good. Yeah, sounds good. Was I down even before, by the way? Nah, man. I sound clear to me, bro. Okay, Mm -hmm. interesting. Well, anyway, fucking, um, yeah, Okada totally no-sold me, man. Totally Uh. no-sold me to the point where I'm like, hey, I had to, like, go, Kazuchka. (laughs) He's like like this. I go over here, dickhead. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, Uh, I didn't say dickhead, but I was like, you know, I was a bit pushy, you know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, no yeah. one was lining up for Okada compared to Tanahashi, man. The fucking line was going out the door for some reason. The security, I don't know if you noticed, we weren't as marked hardy as others, right? This motherfucker from the back of the line let me and my missus go all the way to the front, bro. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, I, for no reason, and everyone was just looking at me, and, it, and my missus like, really? I'm like, see you, motherfuckers. <laughs> you know I mean? yeah. yeah, I don't know why that happened, but I'm not complaining. What but show yeah, is that? Uh, Super Showdown. What was it called? Southern Showdown. Oh, it was okay. the pay-per-view yeah. where the main event was Robbie Eagles against uh, Will Ospreay for oh. the fucking... It was a good build, man. That was actually a great match. That was actually yeah. a super... Man, the crowd were into that at Festival Hall, which is really the, the true home of professional wrestling in Australia, man. Uh, mm. which is an old-school fucking um, arena, man, and it still feels the same. I mean, I remember going there as a kid, the history of that joint, man. Like, it's something where, else, man. Whereabouts? In, in, where, in, in Melbourne. Melbourne. In ah, Melbourne, yeah. Okay. And that's what yeah. makes it more weird, the fact that Melbourne or Sydney didn't get a WWE freaking PLE when usually... I don't know why Sydney gets the shit end of the stick, man. Like, Melbourne yeah. usually have all the pay-per-views only and most TVs. But yeah. for whatever reason, Sydney misses out again. Now it's in Perth. Our city is like, full with a bunch of crooked real estate companies and crooked construction companies and crooked crooked government policy to the point where, like, they make money off residentials and they don't make they don't even try and invest in entertainment or anything. So, it's weird, man. But we've got the UFC now. That's good. Yeah, well, but the whole of Australia gets UFC, though, pretty much. You know what I mean? But, yeah, yeah it's, it's weird, man. I've always found that real weird. The fact that Perth, I mean, I was hearing Americans. Anyway, forget it. It's funny because I was saying Optus Stadium is in the middle of nowhere. Like, yeah. what the fuck is around? There's nothing around Optus Stadium. Yeah. Which is kind of funny. They go, Melbourne, Sydney? Look, there's shit around, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Perth? Like, that's why I'm interested to see. Like, I'm sure it will sell out. I mean, the pre-sales already sold out. Yeah. Well, I mean, mm. even even our, like, Olympic Park is like, you know, you go out and it's like, you can see the sights of Lincoln, you know? Right. I mean, I haven't been to Sydney in a while now, but I'm due. For any viewers, like, it's Lincoln's just this dodgy suburb in the middle of nowhere. So, it's, <laughs> yeah. Oh, come on. Come on. It's not too bad. But anyway, speaking, <laughs> speaking of dodgy, uh, I love Sydney personally. 
it's different to Melbourne though, man. I, I don't know. It's like when I first went to Sydney, it was it's very wide, bro. Like I don't know. It's yes. hard to explain. It's very wide. It's, like it's all like intersection after intersection. Like that's what it reminds me. Of. But anyway, uh, next we see Jr. having a sit down with Christian Cage and Darby Allen ahead of their Wrestle Dream snore, snore, snooze fest match. Uh, no, not really. I love Christian Cage just quietly. But anyway, Cage claims he's been TNT champion for months, and he claims that Darby's victories over him were flukes, and he's going to walk out of Seattle as champion because he knows in his heart. That Alan isn't the man or the wrestler that he is. He relies on his stupid skateboard, using his body as a weapon, whatever he can. Uh, he also asked for a two out of three falls match to expose Darby as not being able to wrestle and asked if his uncle will be in attendance before criticizing him for being dead. Alan oh. says that doesn't define who he is and he won't lose in Seattle. He says he won't have Nick Wayne at ringside, and if Christian has the balls, he'll leave Luchasaurus behind, as Christian then says, Wayne needs a real man, not somebody who hides behind some face paint, and Darby then washes his paint off and gets fired up. As Christian says, he's going to hold the title forever, and he should just get used to it. I love Christian, man. This, to me, this is like a renaissance of his career right now, man. He's on mm. fire, and he's the only guy working in this company. And when I say that, Getting yeah. a kayfabe, doing the old school thing, man, and he's the only true heel right now in AEW, man. The only one and the biggest heel in that company. Yeah, he's um, he's definitely the sec in my terms of star power. Like, a, he's probably the second best there in terms of that. Like, he's the second top heel. Um, well, he's MJF the number one heel. MJF is not a heel anymore, dude. He's yeah, not. right. Yeah. Well, there you go. Like, yeah. I mean. There's not it, many heels either. That's another problem. Yeah, I know. People it's are scared. Fucking, it's crazy yeah. that I. It's crazy that I can't. That I've, I haven't watched AW in months, and I come back, and it's just totally different. But bananas. That's what it is, bro. I mm. mean, Pierce. What do you think of this fucking stupidity, man? I'm not saying with Christian, but I'm saying with this company that, for whatever reason, turns MJF into a friggin' babyface for the time being. But in well, turn. I mean, but you can only do so much with him for so long. Like, he's been a heel, like, for the longest time since the inception of AEW, plus, like, his entire time on the indies. Uh, his majority, I'd say, all of his time on the indies, he's yeah, probably no, a heel as right. well. So this is his first time to do, do as a babyface run, and I feel like this is a, a, a testament to see, okay, cool, you, you, you've done the heel thing really, really well, but, like, is there more to your character? Is there more to you? Can you get over as a baby face? Are you as good as what you, like people are saying that you are? And this is a test for him. I feel like this is an opportunity for him to get over, and he, like he is. And, uh, Aaron, I know what you're saying, and yes, technically, but for the last two months, he's a straight-up baby face. Until he turns heel again, that's irrelevant, bro. And a stable? He's already had a stable. <laughs> Remember the pinnacle? I mean, what, um, you know, what happened to that? You know, does he need another stable? He doesn't need a stable for me, man. I don't know where you go. He either look by the end of the show, though. There's something to this, but we'll get back yeah. to that. Hey, what up, Liz? Liz is in the house saying AEW doesn't know what a real heel is, and it shows when Christian is the only real one. Facts. Hey, what's up? And that's what I'm saying. Hey, what's up, Liz? By the way, AKL single, single, hit him up. 
<laughs> hey, well, you I know, I know, I know what words. it takes to be a real heel. I know what it takes <laughs> to be a real heel. <laughs> Don't worry, Liz. Oh, boy. No, you guys are characters, man. But, Thank um, you for tuning in. Uh, she's always uh, she's always around, man. I'm actually grateful that she has tuned in because this is about the time where everyone starts tuning in, even though we're almost two hours in. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, like I said, Christian's the only real thing. But you know what? I've got to show you guys something, which goes for like under a minute. But this is how good fucking Christian is, guys. Jungle Boy, he looked at me like a father figure. He sure did. But here's the thing, Jungle Boy. I never wanted to be your father. I never wanted to be your father figure. You have a father. But your father's dead, 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 a father, Pillman, you had a father, but your father's dead, 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 but your father's dead. How good is that, man? Dead, dead, dead. <laughs> that's fucked. Like, that's sorry, man. Like, that's he's the most cold man right now, bro. I'm telling uh, you, that's yeah, what he's been doing, know. dude. Like that's some fucking heel shit, bro. But like to be honest, bro, the, the yeah, hardcore, no. bro. That's fucked, bro. I'm telling like, you, come man. Come on, bro. You don't do that to like you don't do that to an ethnic, bro. You get fucking shot. No, nah, no, nah, you get shot, bro. Straight up. But it doesn't matter though. Killed, bro. The the fact that he's the only fucking badass heel right now, and the most like straight up white like dirtbag piece <laughs> of shit type of heel. You know what I mean? Straight, but, up dude, white, uh, straight up white people shit, bro. That's some straight, <laughs> straight up straight white cracker people. shit, bro. Like it doesn't take like, much. It doesn't I take said much. Nut-flicking shit. It doesn't take much to be the top to be like one of the most well considered heels in the company, really, at this point. And he's he, he you look at him, he's kind of he's using the same line, he's rolling with it, and that's how you work. You just sort of make but he's it been a doing this over the years. Them. It's not just yeah. something he came up with now. He's been doing he's this really for fucking he's a long time. He's a smart time. worker, bro, and he's seen yeah. an opportunity to get himself over. And, like, look at him, bro. Like, he's, what, like, probably pushing 50, bro, and he's, he's holding. 49 years old, bro. There you go, bro. Like, and he's and he's carrying one of their championship belts, bro, and he's about to go <laughs> wrestle that fucking little fucking, like, garbage fucking worker fucking like what's his name Darby Allen who has the most <laughs> dumbest fucking finish in the fucking history of the fucking business yeah You're but to be fair he's, he's a glorified fucking backyarder bro yeah but the thing Whoa. I will appreciate about Darby he gets who he is man and what I mean by that right he knows he's I a small dude bit. no 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 wait this is why his Where style makes you? sense out of all the little I'm fucking saying, flippies what? right out of all the flip tards in AEW He's probably my favorite one because, and I'm being straight up about this because the guy understands he's not a big guy, he's small, so he knows he has to use his body to get an advantage. That's why he flings his body at everybody. It's the only way. And so that's why I can, I can appreciate what he's doing in that sense because he's not just trying to be like every other flippy fucking cunt. You know what I mean? He's got presence. He's got character. He does. It's true. And then, man. And at, the, at the end of the day, he's got presence. He's got character, and you know, at least he makes his offense look 
unique. He flings his body legitly at you, man. Like, and I mean, flings it. Yeah, it's fucking reckless. He's going to fucking have, like, he's going to need back surgery by the time he hits 30, right? 35. Bro, we got a couple of live ones in the fucking house right now. Seriously, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, telling you, you, man. Are you can't serious, bro. You're getting fucking, I'm like, serious. shit, bro. Like, I'm dead serious, bro. Man, like, dead- he is the most untalented fucking thing on the fucking roster, bro. Well, Liz says, well, clearly Liz doesn't um, agree with me but um, she says I just can't get behind a dude who looks like Avril Lavigne and wears tights <laughs> under denim shorts into the ring when you put it like uh, that Liz fuck hey, I mean yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to fucking be positive here but I, I want to stand by it He's he just knows how boy. to use his body but that's what annoys later, me boy. that's yeah Everything exactly. He's just a scared boy. Fuck you, account. Now I'm gonna fucking see you. You, song. you think I will hide behind this makeup because I'm afraid? Uh, Where are you? I'm so uh, sorry. Get the fuck out of here. With that. Hey man, I look at Sting endorses him, man. And Sting's still doing dives <laughs> at sixty, so yeah. Yeah, what a fucking spastic, bro. <laughs> Sixty <laughs> years old, he should know better, man. Why the fuck is? I mean, he's never done shit like that before. Sting's like, going, I'm not gonna do that shit." And Tony goes, "Daddy, <laughs> you know what I call like, that shit?" And then, uh, then Sting's like, "Yeah, so that's uh, Borden B O R Borden. You know what that means, Pierce? Dummy. What's yeah. up, baby? Yeah. 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 Dummy. Yeah. Dummy. yeah. 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 <laughs> That's what Sting is right now, a dummy. Straight up. And I love Sting, but you're a dummy, bro. Stop doing fucking weird shit. You're I never got fucking it. I never got Sting, bro. I was never the biggest the biggest stinger, but funny enough. You guys are this, crazy. This thing this thing autograph here, bro. I don't know if you can see it. Can you see that? Yeah. That was from the year 2000, bro, right before Nitro, where they fucking did Nitro down here back in the year 2000. I wasn't even 18 yet. Or I just turned wow. 18 at the time. Yeah, I was, man. I was three. No, what? Wow. Oh, fuck, bro. Stop that shit, bro. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Oh, my God. Shut the fuck three up. Three years old, bro. Shit. Yeah. Nah, man, you just, that's it. You fucked it for me now, man. <laughs> Damn, bro. Sorry. Shit. Yeah, you better be sorry. That That's fucking harsh, man. Nah. I'm, I'm going to take my leave. I'm, I'm going to go to the bathroom real quickly, if that's okay. You do that. You do that. Oh, because geez, next, boy. we're up to the second last match. Ugh. It is Austin Gunn versus Matt Jackson versus Orange Cassidy versus Penta El Zero Miedo. Uh, for no reason, just a four-way match. And, uh, oh, it's so that winning gets a number one contenders match. Is it? It doesn't say here that it is. It was, it was No, it was something about they're, they're going to have wait. a – no, they're all contestants and they're going to wrestle in a number one contenders match for the tag team titles. But wasn't Nick Jackson the one that won that? Previously in that other four-way, three-way bullshit? No, he, he won the international number one oh, contenders match. So what week. was this one? This was for the number one contendership for the tag team titles, I think. Yeah, wait, 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 wait. So a There's singles match, match a singles yeah. match, a, th- oh, a no. four-way singles match was uh, for the number one contendership oh, for tag no, no, belts. They're going to have a number at the, at the fucking Wrestle Dream fucking bullshit. They're going to have a number one contenders match there, and it's going to be all the teams. What? Yeah. Okay, now I'm confused. Yeah, bro, I don't get it either, bro. It's fucking bullshit. Uh. 
okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what? That calls for a dummy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, in this case, it's Benny Hill because, um, anyway, Orange Cassidy fucking wins the match. If anyone in the chat can tell us what the... F- what? No. No. No, really? This, this was a tag team contender match? Yeah, but it was a singles but- pool, I am. I was it? Yeah, what? I was so fucking. What? what? I don't know, dude. I had to what? go and smoke weed. I had to go and smoke weed before that. I actually like watched that match, and like I had to sit there, and I was like, Fuck. I don't usually show this on the fucking um, on the air, but I'm going to show it right now because <laughs> talking about this fucking shit. If you're not fucking smoking weed while talking about this shit, I can't talk about this shit. I can't even watch this shit. This shit is a joke. So, I just want to ask one more time. This was a four-way singles match for a tag team contender match. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was, bro. Like, from memory. Let me have a look at... Uh... Well, Liz, Liz is always spot on, man. And she says, yeah, I didn't understand why, but yeah, it was for the tag team crap. It was just a mother-fluffing mess. Oh... Ouch. Again, dum 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 dum. Dummy, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking, fucking bozos. That's what they are, bro. A bunch of bro, fucking it, bozos. It, it it was so stupid in a sense. Like, I, I felt like that that whole thing was just ridiculous. Um, but like, did did we go past the the women's match? Was that next, or is that like no? That's that? next. That's next. Okay. Okay. I think I think that idea was a really creative and innovative idea. All right, you know what? For fucking Aaron Bench Lomo, this one's for you, my friend. This is how I feel after fucking seeing that shit. That's Does how that I Colin Weiss song? Shit. I have no idea. It looked like it. <laughs> no, no, no. Shout out to Colin Weiss song, just quietly. Uh, you know, he's, he's our boy. But yeah, that's how I felt after that shit. Oh, what you missed out on it, Cal. Um, news to us was a four-way singles match for a contenders match at Wrestle Dream Snooze for tag championships. <laughs> I mean, you can't write fuck? this shit. You can't. You, you can, you can so be a dyslexic dumb. motherfucker and you can't come up with this shit. And Orange Cassidy you. won that shit. Yeah, the Orange Cassidy won 
the match. Dumbest fucking gimmick in the world. Orange Cassidy should, by all rights, be the next person to win the belt, the main belt. What belt? What, what? cunt? What? Bit, well, seriously, guys, like, if you think about it, like, he's the one cunt that went undefeated for ages. Like, in, in terms of the booking <laughs> sense, he should no, be. You, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. But no, fuck no. He should be fucking nowhere near that friggin'. These, this company can't even get one million, dude. Uh, Every week yeah. on TNT, bro. On TBS. Yeah. They can't yeah. break a million. And this yeah. idiot named Tony Khan, who continuously pushes the same old fucks, right? That don't draw. I still remember when it was like a really promising idea and they did that like thing at the <laughs> MGM Grand Garden Arena. I was like, this is going to change everything. And then I was like, fuck, I'm an idiot. <laughs> Ding dong. Hello. <laughs> that isn't a tag team. Oh, man. Yeah. Anyway, I'm disgusted. I'm going to move on because it gets from bad to worse. It is Julia Hart versus Willow Nightingale. And uh, uh, should we be happy that Julia Hart wins via pinfall with a moonsault? I mean, what was the point of ever pushing Nightingale? Can I just say this about this match? Right. So they had Please. Brody King out there. Okay. They did. So there's, Why? There's a Brody King is a big bad motherfucker, right? But he, he goes to chicks, it seems. <clears throat> well, he goes to <laughs> no. the like uh, Nightingale goes to the outside, she rolls out and she's inches away from Brian uh from um Brody King and just yep. no sell no sells him. Doesn't put no over sells. the fact that he's this scary, intimidating figure. Chris Stratlander comes out. She makes the save at the end after, like, what's her name? Had her in the fucking abdominal stretch. And then she comes, like, like whatever, the submission abdominal on the Abdominal stretch. The, the she, STF in the mouth, fucking yeah, whatever the fuck. Yeah, the, uh, the, <laughs> the STD. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she comes, oh. Chris Stratlander comes out. She makes a save. She comes flying out of the ring and is face-to-face and, like, doesn't look fucking worried whatsoever at Brody King, who's supposed to be this crazy gothic fucking monster, right? So, like, you basically... Please. So, he's basically gotten buried in this whole fucking match. Do you remember like what I said? To, he shouldn't have been there. Dude, remember what I said? If you're over six foot two and, you know, a buck over 250? Jobber. <laughs> El Jobber. That's what, that's what these big guys are. They're just jobbers. It's jobbers. Pretty- They're jobbing to cheeks now, too. It's pretty sad because his work's pretty good. Yeah, I like Brody as well, but you know what this company is? He's a cop hater, bro. <laughs> yeah, he is, but but that doesn't take away the fact that this company are a bunch of. Yeah, I what mean, can say? <laughs> what can you say? What can bunch you of say? Goofs. I mean, seriously. Yeah. And did I mention there was a bunch of no selling in the four way before that? Yeah, I forgot to yeah. mention. Oh, the super kicks! Oh the my god! Kick, like they did the whole super kick spot, <laughs> and then like he super kicks Matt Jackson. Matt Jackson bounce off super kicks him. He bounces back off, and then they just. I'm like, it was a jumping fuck? castle, bro. I mean, straight up bitch made shit, bro. The whole fucking uh, shit. Oh, I'm sorry, man. But eh. anyway, what's that shit, bro? Seriously. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, Pierce. Fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. 
This is fucking brutal, man. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on to the fucking last thing. We're here, boys. We're finally here. Uh, after all that, I don't know what to say, but fuck this guy once again. I mean, uh, yeah. seriously. I'm so yeah. I go hate fuck my wife after this. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I pretend I didn't hear that, but uh, uh, it's, <laughs> it's okay. They did the kangaroo kick, and it was dangerous in Australia. It was only Fucking dangerous not. in Australia. Well, <laughs> that kangaroo kick's a rat kick, more like it. I mean, you see the way MJF is like, like this. I mean, <laughs> come on. Spit anyway. on, please. Don't break the balls, mate. Come on. Let's go. All right. Let's fuck it. Let's go. Huh? Uh, well, anyway, we see uh, Rene Paquette hosting the contract signing. You know, your stereotypical pro wrestling contract signing. As Shane Strickland says, he appreciates the fire, but it's a little too late. There's two uh, competitors who couldn't be more opposite from each other. And they'll never be the wrestler the other is because what's a cowboy to an outlaw or a buckshot to a kill shot? Good one. Uh, Hangman says the thing Strickland said a few weeks ago stung in the moment, but with a little distance, he wants to thank him because for a year and a half, there was a little black cloud he couldn't get rid of. Sure, the sun would shine. He beat John Moxley in, in a Texas death match. Woo-hoo. He reunited with his friends in the elite. And he should have been the happiest man in the world. But every time he started to smile, that cloud came back and it started to rain. And at first it annoyed him. And then it pissed him off because he knew he couldn't do or say anything about it. And as far as long as God let it rain, he didn't dare open his umbrella because he was wearing butterflies. <laughs> but now that's over with, and he's weathered the, that storm, so Swerve will get his best in Seattle. Uh, Strickland then laughs about it and says, it was beautiful, but frankly the most pathetic thing he's ever seen. He levels with Paige, and it isn't personal, and he could have been anybody, and truth be told, he might have mental issues because he makes a new enemy every single day, and that drives him. And he's going to take Paige's spot from him on Sunday. I don't know what spot that is. Is his G spot? His liver spot? I have no idea. But anyway, <laughs> Hangman goes on. Yeah, eggs. Oh, my bad. True. That's true. Anyway, Hangman says they could go back and forth. But the one thing you have to agree on is that for every opportunity he's ever had, he knocked it out of the park. No, you haven't. You're lying. Stop lying. Shane can want his spot all he wants but he doesn't have what it takes to fill it. Yuck. Good, at <laughs> least eight inches. <laughs> oh, oh that's, a bit, that's a bit foul. But anyway, swerves and slaps him across the face, as he should, <laughs> and signs the contract. And Hangman then stabs him like a bitch in the hand with the freaking pen. <laughs> all, right, all right, first of all, so I'm, I, during the promo, I'm assuming that Swerve is the heel. Hangman is the face, yet the end of the segment, <laughs> Hangman, a bad relationship, is the dude. Hangman does the thing where he stabs <laughs> the guy in the hand after he slaps him in. Like, what the fuck? Dude, did that not sound like a fucking chick and a guy fucking arguing? That's it. No, that's a heel move, what he did. He's stabbing oh, him in the hand like yeah. it's a fucking More like heel high move. heels, Pierce. Fucking just... <laughs> yeah. like, the level of dumb cuntiness in this whole fucking... <laughs> 
episode. Cuntiness. Oh, mate, like seriously. Like honestly, bro, like I don't know whether to go and give Tony Khan a hug or a fucking slap. (laughs) Well, you just got to be his friend, right, to get like top booking. Top billing, my friend, top. Yeah, like you just have to. Tony, you got some rack. Let's hang out. (laughs) It's just, it's just fucking bizarre. Like that he's with one group of friends, like the the Barks and and Hangman and 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 Kenny, and and like he's just like he's just deciding to push them over everyone, and and no matter how much they draw on the ratings, and no matter how anything else, it's ridiculous. It's absurd. Ridiculous, it is. This company is something else, man. Like, straight up. Straight up. And I love Swerve, man. I'm a big fan of fucking Swerve. But God damn it. You know what's even sadder, guys? He's going to lose this match to Hangman. I hope I'm wrong. Actually, you know what? Maybe he won't lose. It is in his hometown of Seattle. We know how fucking wrestling is. Yeah, guys and girls always lose in their hometowns. But if Swerve loses this damn match, I'll be pissed. <laughs> Excuse me. But it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, what's the main for this? Um, what's what's the show called again? The Dreaming in Seattle. R- Wrestle, Wrestle Dream. Dream. Yeah. It's yeah. such a fucking indie name. Yeah. So, what's the main? <laughs> uh, the main event for that? Yeah. Yeah. Good question. I think it's uh, Sleepless in Seattle. Hangman and the Strict. Isn't that um, the movie Sleepless in Seattle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I'm sleeping fucking in Seattle. I like Strickland. Dream is on. I I like Strickland, but I felt like, man, Hangman Page. It's like sitting there watching a fucking like a kid with a stutter trying like explain <laughs> that it would be one. Just like, oh, b- 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 oh, fuck, man! Like just spit it out, cunt. Like let's go. Like fuck, I'm not here. At, at least at least he doesn't have a list like Cody. Yeah, Mountain dream. Just a <laughs> you make a dream. <laughs> but like, I, I just, a I just like, dream. <laughs> I just feel that for the most part, like a lot of the promo segments in this show really fucking dragged on to the point where it was just like I was just like get to the fucking point a few times. <laughs> I think uh, Akel is about to go to bed too, man. I don't blame you because Wrestle no, Dream this Sunday. <laughs> this Sunday on pay per view. Liz says, I'd sooner watch paint dry than watch Paige in the ring. Oh, come on. He's, it, he's, it's he's, a shame. Our, he's our cowboy now. Come on. Well, well does the cat no. see, like, his look in the cowboy stuff is pretty cool. Like, it reminds Did me you know of, like... cowboys wear butterflies, though? But how many yeah. fucking cowboys yeah. are in the cool. business, cunt? Like, fucking seriously, everyone's <laughs> a cowboy. Yeah, <laughs> 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 like, original gimmick, cunt. Like, you know what I mean? Like... Nothing against like you know people that have done a cowboy gimmick. Like you know, I got, I got a mate that I does mean, a cowboy gimmick. But like, fuck, seriously. I wrestled as a fireman once. <laughs> I don't, I yeah, don't but, think many people have done that. But that was for that eighty-year-old um, woman that turned around and said, "How bad do you want that PS5, Akel?" I won't even ask what you were getting up to. It was Cal, for your mate. <laughs> oh. I was an all-star that weekend. Oh, that fucking gronk. Uh, anyway, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I won't even ask you what you what you what you guys are talking about. But uh, yeah, we, we, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> we, won't bring, we, we won't bring heat here. Don't worry. <laughs> Instead, Liz, we bring in deep heat. If you know what I'm saying, Queen Elizabeth, weren't you, weren't, <laughs> yeah. weren't you the Queen of England? I thought Who? you were the Queen of England. Oh, Queen Elizabeth II. <laughs> if he is a cowboy, I'm the Queen of England, dude. I'm more of a cowboy than he is. 
Well, you are from the south, legitly, actually. Oh, whereabouts? <laughs> Which is true. Um, I don't know. I'll let her say it. I, I yeah, don't. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to like you know throw under the bus just Doctor in case. She's a ballpark. She's from, <laughs> she's from the south. <laughs> if she says it in the chat, I'm sure I'll, I'll bring it up. But uh, she's from the south. That's for sure. But um, anyway, south. From the south. Hey, yeehaw. Can I do it? The hard hell, people. Oh, there you go. She grew up in, te in Texas. Ah, oh, cool, cool. <laughs> you can't get any more southern than that, right? I mean, full. I've been to. The, the you, you can go to Alabama. Yeah, Alabama. Yeah. Like, yeah. Alabama. Yeah. It's funny because, you know, all, all the Americans love doing our accents, right? But they just can't do it. You know what I mean? I guess we yeah. sound like a bunch of fucking idiots trying to do fucking <laughs> southern accents. It's like, hi to hell, people. I was at a bar with a girl and uh, in America, I think it was Dallas maybe, and she asked me, she said like, she's like, so how did the people, how did you guys get to Australia? Like, I know you guys are all cowboys. And I'm like, what? What? Yeah, 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 it's nuts. Yeah, I know, a, a lot of people think that fucking, you know, we literally bounce on kangaroos, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I used to say, like, we're straight fucking vato here, bro. The kangaroos are fucking full creeps and bloods, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, the real gang bang gang. <laughs> That's the real gang gang. <laughs> ben Shlomo says he's from Israel. Uh, ben Shlomo, as a matter of fact, he says Israeli is a tough accent. I reckon. Do you I sound like this, Iran? I reckon. <laughs> or I something reckon. close. I can do it. Where's Netanyahu? I, I, <laughs> I, I feel like I would do an Israeli accent, and it would come off like a Brazilian accent. <laughs> Go try it, Pierce. I'm the only nah, one here, bro. Nah. No, I'm the I only one that might be qualified to do it. You know what I mean? I don't want to. Like, I don't want to insult Aaron. <laughs> Aaron, where is uh? Where, where? I sound like fucking what's his name? Anyway, I can. Hey, do you understand Arabic actually, Aaron? Like Tahlahan. Do you know what that is? For example. Anyway, let's fucking call it a fucking rap, boys. I think. But before we do go, uh, I'll start with you, Cal. If you had to give this freaking show between uh. A one A to an F. What could it possibly be, man? Maybe a E minus. Oh, nice. That, that's a good one. I've given a lot of Fs for fucking dynamite. Put it that way. But I like that E minus. How about you, Pierce? I gotta take a shit. <laughs> that's what I'd give it a rating as. Like I'd I'd go and take an hour and forty five minute shit instead of watching that again. I'd rather <laughs> go and insert needles in the eye of my cock than have to sit and watch another AEW show again in the next six months. <laughs> Sounds so, therapeutic. Hey, I mean, hey. No, that can't you see I've gone nuts? Like, I've lost the plot watching this damn show every yeah. fucking week for fucking years, man. And it was, like you said before, Cal, it was great. It was that fucking promised land. That first year was pretty good. And then we went uh, in a nosedive. Yeah. Yep, it is what it is. Well, before we do go, though, I just want to ask you one more thing, Pierce. What was your experience like with GCW while they came down here, bro? It was fun. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. Got to work with a legend, Ed Locke, who's a legend in the Australian wrestling scene as a commentator. Was Lauderdale uh, here too? Yeah, Brett Lauderdale was here. Got to talk to Brett. And I uh, got to hang out with him a little bit before the show. And um, 
Yeah, you know, it was a pretty good experience, man. Um, you know, better than Impact. Um, it, it was different. It was I was in a different capacity. It was more relaxed than Impact. I felt because I wasn't in a suit. I felt more like True. chill because it was more like they they said, yeah, just turn up, be chill, be ready to go, and be like, I don't know. Whatever. I'm proud of you, bro. No shit. I've, I've I've been watching you rise, man. Literally, bro. And you have, man. And you're fucking hitting it out the park, dude. And I mean, you were commentating for GCW, right? This yeah. time, which is I even more that. awesome. That's pretty fucking cool, man. And you know what I mean. And from bringing announcing with Impact to commentating with GCW, I mean, dude, the, the only thing next is possibly AEW. Oh fuck! I'll, I'd love to hear that. If well, you after, do- after tonight, I'm probably not. <laughs> yeah. No chance. No. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I know. Fuck. But WWE would love you. That's for sure. I mean, after giving giving it to AEW like this, I mean, damn. Yeah. Come on. Come on, Paul. No, but <laughs> but can I ask one more thing? Is GCW exactly what you thought it would be? Like, as in the way it was just run. Um, no, it was very professionally done. Okay, it wasn't messy. Yeah, no, 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 no. Like the production level was top notch. It was well. No, Joey Janela fucking you know spraying everywhere. Nah, bro, they had their own production guy come down as well, and then they had camera crews and everything like that. But their production guy, I got to hang out with him and see different elements and stuff, and how he puts together certain packages and shit like that. Like it was really fucking cool. Um. You know what I mean? Believe it or not, it was more of like some of the Aussie wrestlers that were come to you than any, like anything else. Of but course, a standard, bro. That's yeah, what I try to tell Americans about the you know tall, uh, white poppy syndrome that we have here in Australia, bro. Yeah, bro. Like it's just, <coughs> you know what I mean? I don't know, bro. Like I have my friends in the wrestling business. I stick to them, and the people that treat people like trash and 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 like that, bro. I just go nah. I have, to go do show, I have to go do shows with everybody, bro, from people that I like, the people that I don't like. The thing is, bro, I'm a professional. I get paid, and I get paid well, and I go That's and awesome, present bro. myself as a professional. So it's if I have to go and do a show with every, not a single person that I like on that show, and that's very rare, if I have to do that, I'm there to do a job. I'm not there to be Absolutely. friends with people. I'm not there to hang out and go drink beer. Oh, yeah. and eat business, Pierce Austin. I love it, bro. I go in there. I do, <laughs> I do the job. And uh, after the show, I actually did a little bit of ring crew, helped them, uh, help the boys with the ring, and uh, oh. and I left. Paid his dues too, man. I like it. Uh, you know, like my, my a couple of my boys were, were, were doing the ring crew, and they, uh, I was like, you know what? Yeah, Akel was doing the ring crew for that show. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, really? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I figured I'd, I'll help him out, bro, because they're my boys, and uh, you know, have a bit of a chat with them and just see how they enjoyed the show. Yeah, no, it was a wild, it was a wild experience. Man. Nah, man, straight up, like I said, man, I truly mean this. I'm proud of what you've accomplished, dude. Like I said, I've seen you grow, man. I've seen you from the start, pretty much before we even met. Funny enough, I knew our path would cross eventually, and it did. And yeah. now you're killing it, man. But you know what, man? I don't want to keep you guys hanging even more. If I had to give the show a fucking rating, I'll give it an E minus, like you did, Cal. I would if it wasn't for fucking Jay White and MJF, it would have been an F. But it's a um, definitely an E minus. But what was what would yours be? PS5? It would be it would be 
a fucking F. Like it would oh, be a, there you go. It, it would there be F plus if anything. But Oops. like, <laughs> but the even the ending of it, where it's like you see Jay White getting jumped by a bunch of masked people. It's like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. We didn't talk like, about like, that. Yeah, I'm glad no, you brought we, that up. I forgot. But, but, yeah. I'm like, why do I give a fuck? He's the fucking heel. He's getting the shit kicked out of him. Yeah, good. That's, that's that Adam the, Cole. That was the best part of the whole, best part of the whole show. That was legitly Adam Cole. But you know what, guys? That's what baby faces do. They attack heels with numbers. Don't you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's Babyface 101, brothers. Dum 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 dum. It's fucking true, man. Or well, Aaron gives it a fucking F. Oh well, it's fucking indeed. I, I, I give it an F for fucked. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty oh. fucked. Well, in saying that, you know what, Kel? Tell them where to find you, my friend. Oh, thanks, man. Uh, you can find me at uh, at Akel Graham or um, at Fly Guy Buzz Buzz. That's my that's my uh, alter ego. Uh, ah, the Buzz Buzz. Yeah, and if anyone's watching from <laughs> Sydney, I'll be wrestling uh, on Saturday at Mortdale RSL. Oh, Saturday nice. So get out there, man. Yeah, my career is on the line. What, what was it called? What RSL? Uh, Mortdale RSL. So it's uh, Mortdale. Mortdale? Mortdale. Yeah, Mortdale. Mortdale. Oh, Mortdale. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking Mortadella for some fucking reason. <laughs> Mortdale, right. Better come out. You guys better come out because it could be my last match. My career's on the line. I'm wrestling in my first oh. singles main event. So, <laughs> your first singles main event and your career yeah. on the line. Damn. Yeah. He ain't losing. He ain't losing. He's a wild yeah. vet. <laughs> he's a wild vet. Man, and he's only 26 years old. Fuck's sake. Make me yeah. feel like a babe. Three years old when I fucking met Sting. What the fuck? Uh, fuck. That's fucking bizarre, man. Anyway. I'm sorry to do that to you. You know what? Oh man, I feel old, no shit. Pierce, tell them where they can find you though, bro. Well, you know who I am. I am the host of the greatest podcast in the world, Shooting the Shit Uncensored. You can find me, Piers Austin, on YouTube, wherever you get your podcast platforms. You can find me on Twitch. You can find me on Instagram at the Piers Austin. You can find me on X at Piers Austin. But you can find me everywhere, Piers Austin. The truth, <laughs> the dad bod, God, the ball, the beard, the fucking beautiful. And I spit truth like snakes spit venom. So tune in, tap the links, and tap in, bitches. Oh, nice, nice. Well, if you want to follow me on the X or the Twitter, whatever the fuck it's called, you can at DJ Mass Effects. And you can also follow us at the PWC Network. Please like and subscribe right here at the PWCnetwork.popping.com where you will find all our shows and also like and subscribe at channelattitude.com where for five bucks you get the best talk in all of pro wrestling including Stevie Richards, Vince Russo, Ben Hamin, I mean Stevie Ray, Big Ray Hernandez, The Vet, you name it, even myself, John Enright and Chris Sams and there's way more, even Al Snow is on channelattitude.com, you name it, they're there at channelattitude.com, five bucks is all it is. And our minmediagroup.popping.com where you can find all our affiliate shows. And in saying that, I think we're done. I am Jimmy T. That is Akel. And that is The Truth, Pierce Austin. And you've been listening and watching the PWC Wednesday Night Skirmish right here on the PWC Network. And we're out. I thank you.
are days away from the Wrestle Dream pay-per-view where we will see Swerve Strickland walk into his hometown of Seattle, Washington to face this man, former AEW world champion, Hangman Adam Page. Taz, it was a few weeks ago, Swerve Strickland confronting Hangman Adam Page, saying you've been gifted this top spot. I don't know if I agree with that, right. but if you don't want it anymore, I will gladly take it. And that seems to have lit a fire under Hangman Adam Page, capturing the Ring of Honor World Trios Championship this past Friday night. Yeah, no, I, I think you're right. I, I think, you know, Swerve's a smart guy. He's sharp. He knows how to get in someone's head. I don't know if we're smart to not just light that fire, you know, <laughs> explode that fire inside Hangman Adam Page. So this should be interesting, uh, this contract signing. The Elite and the Mogul Embassy banned from ringside. Gentlemen, just to reiterate, both the Elite and Mogul Embassy have been banned from ringside tonight, hence we have security surrounding the ring. But it is now time to make this match official for Wrestle Dream, Hangman Adam Page, Swerve Strickland. Hangman, would you like to do the honors first? Hey, yo. <laughs> yo, before you sign that paper, I gotta admit, I've been really impressed with the fire that you've been showing the last couple weeks, even over at Grand Slam. I didn't think you had it in you, bro. I mean, it's a little bit too late for that, though. You know that? We are four days out from WrestleDream. My match between me and you. I mean, it's better to be prepared on the approach rather than the landing. That's just me. I don't know. Do you understand what you're walking into? This is Seattle, Washington, also known as whose house? This is a lion's den we're talking about here. This is the 12th man, damn it. This is unlike anything that you've ever dealt with. I don't think you really understand, bro. We are two competitors that, we are two competitors that couldn't be more opposite from one another. I am nothing, I am nothing like you. You are not the wrestler that I am, and I am never, never gonna be the wrestler that you are. Cause what's a farmer to a mogul, huh? What's a cowboy to an outlaw? What's a buckshot to a kill shot? Well, Swerve, uh, it sounds like you're fired up for this, and good, you should be. Look, a few weeks ago, you came out here, and you said some things to me that in the moment, I won't lie, they kind of stung a little bit. But now that I've had time to think about them, I want to say thank you for saying what you did. You pointed out that I hadn't gotten new wrestling gear in over a year. You pointed out that I, I hardly had t-shirts, merchandise coming out. You said, man, something, something's up with Hangman, and I knew it. I knew it deep down inside. Because for a year and a half, every day that I would come to work, I felt that there was a little black cloud over my head that I could never get rid of. And, and sure, sure, the sun would shine. I beat John Moxley in a Texas death match. 
I reunited with my friends in the elite. And, and it felt like, it felt like I should have been the happiest man in the world. But every time that I started to smile, that little cloud came back and it started to rain. And at first it annoyed me, then it pissed me off because I knew that I couldn't do anything about it. I knew that I couldn't say anything about it. I had a little umbrella by my side folded up and I knew that for as long as God let it rain on me, I didn't dare open it. But that is over with, that's over with. And I weathered the storm, I'm still here. And the thing that you noticed about me and the thing that you've made me start to reckon with is that through that downpour, it washed something out of me. I don't know if you wanna call it determination or passion or maybe hope, but it did. And now that I've had time to think about that, to really reckon with it, I've come to realize that these people have always, and now more than ever, deserve more from me. They deserve the best of me. And I, I deserve, I deserve it for myself. Swerve, so that's what you'll get. That's what you'll get in Seattle. That's what you'll get at Wrestle Dream Swerve. You will get the best of Hangman. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> that was beautiful. That was quite beautiful. But quite frankly, that was the most pathetic thing I've ever seen. It was, like, it was more pathetic than Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos last weekend, bro. <laughs> and me being from Seattle, thank God we got that piece of trash out of here and left him here in this dumpster fire of Colorado. So I'm gonna level with you. I'm gonna be real honest. This isn't as a personal thing between you and I, you know, Hangman Page, Swerve Strickland. Quite frankly, you could have been anybody, but it just happened to be you in the position that I want. Yeah. I mean, truth be told, I really, I really just like, I might have mental issues mental problem. I might have mental health problems because I make an enemy out of somebody every single day of my life. And that's what drives me. That's what fuels me to want to motivate myself to get in the position that you are. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take it from you. I am going to take this position from you this Sunday, October 1st at Wrestle Dream. Oh, and by the way, it rains an awful lot in Seattle. Swerve! Swerve, you tell me you tell me that you want this spot. You tell me you want this position. You want to be a main event guy in AEW. That's, that's what you're telling me. That's what you're telling me. You told me that if you had the opportunities that I did, that you would have been long ago the first black AEW world champion. And Swerve, 
Swerve, I don't know. Maybe you would. I don't know. It's a hypothetical. The only thing you or I could do would be to live our lives in a way that the generations that come after us don't have to ask that question of themselves. And we could sit here and go back and forth all day long about whether those opportunities were handed to me on a silver platter or whether I earned them. But the thing that everyone could agree upon is that for every opportunity that I have ever had, I knocked it out of the park. So Swerve, you tell me, you tell me you want this spot. You're damn right, you should want this spot. But if you want to look me in the eye and tell me that you have what it takes to fill my boots, you don't. Oh, damn. And Renee wisely getting yeah. out of harm's way I'm and said she got out of there. Oh, I stabbed the hand of Swerve Strickland. Oh, 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 oh man. As he signed a contract. Wow. Wow, Swerve essentially signing the contract in blood. It is official. Wrestle Dream. This Sunday, Swerve Strickland, Hangman Page, one on one in Seattle. Somebody's getting. Is that you? Is, wait. He's on the top. That's, that's Jay, Jay White. White. Yeah.
The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to.